Welcome back to the TNT B&B podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. Holy shit, it's been a minute since we've done a Harry Potter movie. I mean, yeah, what do you think, like summer? Spring? It was spring at least. Well, you got to remember, I was dating Jeannie when we did the first couple, and that was last year. That was a year ago. No, that was probably the last one we did. No, she listened to the first couple. I think so. I think Azkaban might have been like in the spring sometime. Really? If not winter, but we were already, we were broke. We her and I broke up in like November last year, so. Right. It was, yeah, it was probably it was probably around this November. This is our second in a year. Yeah. Which is too long. <laughs> Definitely. But Still a good time. Yes. Goblet well. of Fire, book four. Two hours and 37 minutes. That's a fucking long movie. Yep. So. Again, you do the numbers. I don't have them in front of me. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire <laughs> came out in 2005. IMDb of 7.7. Metascore of 81. Rotten Tomatoes of 88% tomato meter, 74% audience. It had a $150 million budget. Domestically, $290,469,928. Worldwide, $896,815,106. Man. It was directed by Mike Newell. Written by Steve Cloves, of course, based on the novel by J.K. Rowling. You know, I've never really thought about it that I can recall, unless we've just, we might have discussed it before, but after like the MCU and Star Wars, this has to be like, this has to be the third highest rated, maybe Bond, if you count all of them. Like, grossing franchises? It I has mean, to be up there. Fast and Furious is up there, just because there's so many That's of them. That's a good point. Was it 10 now? 11 with Tokyo Drift? They're Drift. coming out, well, 10 no. is the last one? They're doing 10 in two parts, but they also did the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. True. So. And this has eight movies, plus the, though we have, we're going to do the. The s- Fantastic, uh, Fantastic Beast series, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the top five. Then, uh, yeah, guess. it's definitely. Because MCU, I mean, DC is its own different thing. It's that not even a universe. didn't make the money that any of these did either. But no, Star Wars. And then Bond, if you go MCU. back to the 60s. And but even then, those weren't really making... If you, if you go factor inflation, in inflation, maybe. then possibly, yeah. And there's a lot more of them. There's like 27 of those And they've remade bastards. three or four of them, probably. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Uh, so what do you think? Like, okay, it's a 7.7. This is my least... This might be my least favorite. Oh, Chambers, actually. Chambers are my least favorite. This is probably in the running for second least favorite. Though. Really? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this one. See, I it's fine. I don't hate it. Again, not reading the books, I would, because s- this is the last one I'd seen. Yeah, I haven't seen anything going yeah, forward. It's gonna be fun going forward. So Azkaban is far and away the best that I have seen. I would say this one and the first one are kind of on par. And two is the worst. Two is far and away the worst. I can I can agree. Yeah. Just because three, three the- Azkaban still holds up. Even through the seven or eight, uh, through the eight movies, I don't really think it's better than the 
seven, one, and two, in my opinion, but it's it's in consideration. So, yeah, this is just so the you, effects you, are you, better. You and go stuff. three, one, four, two movies. Probably, uh, yeah. Does yeah, that does that change from the books? I love four as a book. Really? Well, I, I mean, I love all of them, but like two, two is pretty universally among Harry Potter fans worst movie and worst book. Okay. Not that's bad. It's just right. It's the I weakest. mean, uh, again, Chamber of Secrets. I you think have to have a, a weakest. Fine movie, it's like but... Lord of the Rings or any, yeah, you know, series. You have to kind of rank something last. Or any MCU. What's the worst MCU? What is the worst MCU movie? I just, not to get tangent. Uh, but... Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's between that and Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna actually guess. It's but... Those two. But like, yeah, there's something that everybody kind of agrees on. Like, Chamber of Secrets is probably the weakest. But does that track the books track that same way? Yeah. Oh, for the rankings, you just put three, one, four, two. Yeah. Or the way you ranked them. Three is pretty awesome. Um, I think for books, two and one are the two weakest because they're just so short. They're, and they're introductory. They're universe, childish yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Um, movie, though, like one and four are pretty on par. Four has more to work with, I guess. But like we just saw, like it's two hours and 37 minutes, but it's it's still rushed. Yeah. Because I told you earlier, I think it's 700. I used to have it memorized, which is nerdy <laughs> as fuck. I think it's like 734 pages or something. Right. It's real long. But it's the most teeny of it, like teen-wise, like yeah. where it's like the dance. <laughs> yeah, and the where they're starting to come into dating like true and adolescence. Be, yeah, they're trying to have crushes yeah. and stuff. It's kind of... But I also... This book came out in 2000. I probably, didn't know, I probably read it in one. I think the year I think I got them all for I got the first four for Christmas the same Christmas because gotcha. I my my teacher in like fifth grade read the first one to us and I was like damn these are this is pretty cool really yeah we they still read to us at like before right before lunch I don't know if that was weird or not but, but even so reading a Harry Potter book like she started reading not much educational there she, just fantasy. <laughs> I mean, in fourth grade, I remember the guy reading us like the BFG and stuff like that. The just, big fucking giant. Yeah, <laughs> big fucking giant. <laughs> or, but he also read Where the Red Fern Grows, which is just demoralizing. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks. <laughs> Way to hear brighten my dogs dying. Day up. You fucking cunt. Yeah. Why don't you read me Old Yeller next, <laughs> you fuck? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. And you know, what's funny is she started reading the Chamber of Secrets and somebody, I don't think the kid was complaining, but they told her parents and the parents were like witchcraft. Like they'd complain oh, and she Jesus had to stop Christ, reading him to us. Yeah. What a fucking joke. Yeah. But I liked them enough. I, I didn't even ask for them for Christmas that I recall. You know, I never, I was never a big list maker. My parents just kind of knew what I wanted or liked. Well, I mean, that at that point, and I got all four of them. Phenomenon. Yeah, because I think it was 96, 97, 99, 2000 were the first four books. Okay. And then it was like 03, 05, 07 to finish. So how many books were out before the first movie came out? Four. Four? Yep. And so Goblet was out <clears throat> before the... And the books were already a global phenomenon before the first movie. What? Oh, for sure. How did that get sparked? I'm not a hundred percent. I honestly, it's probably through people like my teacher, where it's like you're reading to kids, where it's like I'd never heard of it, right? 
and my friend in class, her name is <laughs> all these years later, <coughs> Jesse Dine. She had already read them. She was like, "Oh yeah, like this. You should read this. It's great." Like, and because uh, I mean, the point I'm making is this is kind of like pre-internet almost, where sort of it out blew shit. up between '99 and '01. Okay, it was probably 2000-ish when I first heard of it. Okay. And it was kind of like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, man, I remember especially having somebody to redo because you have to listen, you know. You have to kind of like read in subtitles. You have to really pay attention to Right, like, right, right. You can zone out, you know. We've watched so many movies downstairs. <laughs> Trav, where Trav's on his phone half the time. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Trav. Mexico. Drives me fucking nuts. Bitch, I hope. I mean, you, you could be on your phone all day and night watching a movie, but the second you ask me a fucking question and I know you've been on your phone, you can go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, you're not paying attention. Well, it's like day I got my phone a couple times. I was like, how many times I've seen this movie? Probably. Yeah, like, exactly. That, half, that's a at whole, least a half that's a dozen whole times. That's and a whole I know, other and I know this book series like the back of my hand. Right. That's that's a different story. That's what I said. I didn't have to really watch that with you, probably, because <laughs> right. I could talk about the book for ever. Um, yeah, it's. Just, I guess it blew up then. I don't know exactly why. It, if it was just word of mouth or. I mean, you gotta think it was big in Britain. It was big here. The p- movie came out in one. Yeah, it was huge though. I mean, it's just it. It's tough because it's it, we're in a different age with I TikTok know. and <laughs> Snapchat and Instagram and all this it's shit. It's so much easier to reach a vast audience now than it was. Like, think this is, movie came out in '05. Facebook was created like that year, basically. It kind of yeah. started growing a little bit. Yeah. Twitter was four years away from being invented. Like, it's kind of like, it's just a different world. Yeah, it certainly was. But yeah, and I told you downstairs earlier, for, for the audience, whatever, like, this is the, f- I think, I don't think I saw this in theaters. For whatever reason, I just, I was 05, I think I was going to my senior year, I just was busy. Yeah. I rented it, probably on VHS, as funny as that sounds. Because <laughs> Kingsley right. used to have like a five for five dollar thing where you could like, oh, yeah. all VHS for five for five bucks. I'd rent the shit out of movies. Yeah, because we still had a VCR. But yeah, I, I saw the first one in theaters. Like, liked it. Like, I didn't dislike any of them. Yeah, none of but them. But just it never. There's some shitty moment. Like I a couple times, a few times a night, I was like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Like, or yeah. stupid looking. <laughs> like. There's some CGI or whatever. You know, some of it's still pretty good. Like the stadium at the Quidditch World Cup, it looked cool yeah, as fuck. But yeah. then they showed the leprechaun, it's like that looks stupid as fuck. It almost like, kind of looked like the top of SoFi Stadium. Like when dude, it did. Like, like it looked like we were like Quidditch zooming in on like, yeah, yeah. I'm Jim Nance. Welcome to <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Six yeah, or whatever. Like, but then, yeah, I don't know. The acting, there's still some acting moments with the kids. The kids have not developed their acting chops quite yet. They're still kids. They're better. I mean, they've gotten better each yeah. subsequent movie. But. but like Harry having the dream in the beginning of the nightmare, he's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> he's like, what? This fucking to- horrible. Like, now that was him having these dreams. Is that unique to Harry, or is that yes because of the scar or yeah. the there, spell that was put on? There's him a bit or? of yes and all the things you're saying. Um, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, book can, five don't. plays a big factor with a big book. Book five, Order of the Phoenix, and movie five, obviously. His dreams are a big factor in things, and there's a reason for it that I won't spoil. Um, but you'll notice, like you notice in the movie tonight, like, and you've I know you saw it once before at least. But yeah. 
there's some realism in his dreams or things where it seems like he's there. Well, initially, the first, like, the opening scene when he's dreaming, it was a watchtower guy. Yeah. And then his, that the next time he... Frank Bryce. The next yep. time he has a dream, it's him. Like in the he's movie, the, was it? In the movie. He was the one that was spying that meeting. Oh, yeah. As yeah, opposed yeah. to seeing that old guy see yeah. that meeting. Was it just from... Do you see him there, or do you just see it from his eyes? I couldn't remember. I don't know if you see him there, but they mention his you name. have a good point there because yeah the f- opening in the book what's kind of cool in the book that's the first chapter of the book it's called um god damn it great hangleton or little hangleton that's a town okay. where that place is it's the first chapter and since the first chapter of the series where it's not from harry's perspective really the first chapter of the first book is from uh, the Dursley's perspective. Okay. And from a little bit of Dumbledore's. and Like when they're dropping him off? And yeah, stuff. when like Dursley's noticing weird shit happening. Like there's owls during right. the daytime and stuff. Like, Which is funny because this movie doesn't show the Dursley's. That's the first time. No, not at all. That was They're what... barely in the book. In the book, they're... They basically, like, get permission from the Weasleys to pick him up for the Quidditch World Cup. That was kind of the thing where I liked... It's not really that important. ...previous movies was it was always trying to show Harry escaping from the Dursleys to get yep. to school. This one, he's just at the Weasleys to start. I just think there's too much to go on. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 2.30. They it's... do in a funny way in the book. So they don't show it in this movie, but Fred and George are the twins. Mm-hmm. They're really smart, and they're creating their own, like, joke candy and joke. It's like prank shit. Right. So you'd be able to eat, like, a candy, and it'll, like, make your ears blow up or make your, like, nostrils, like, right. shoot out flames. Like, they're just it's really good at They're creative. Shit. Yeah. Well, they leave some candy. They go to the Dursleys to pick up Harry for the Quidditch World Cup, and... Uh, yeah, the, the kid. Something he they drop him on purpose, and he picks them up and eats them, and like his tongue. And they're called it's called ton, ton tongue toffee. So his his tongue grows and gets like really heavy. <laughs> right. Well, then they're freaking out because it's happening, and they leave through the flu network. Remember at the powder where it's like Diagon Alley, where it's like, oh to the fireplace. Yeah, the fireplace. Yeah. And like Arthur, who. The dad, his job is literally the misuse of Muggle artifacts office. So he's worked with Muggles. The his whole Weasley life. Den. Yeah, okay. his his job at the ministry. He's a ministry job. Right, right, right. Is with the misuse of Muggle artifacts. It's a, it's try. Basically, he's trying to be a bridge to be a good for the community between the two. Even though right, they're right, not right. supposed to know about the wizards, really. So he's kind of like the cleanup crew when shit kind goes of. bad. The and of course, his sons, of all people, create a problem for him. everything up. Yeah. And like they blow up the fireplace too. It's it's <laughs> it's a mess. But that's the only time he releases the Dursleys in the book. Okay. In this book. Um. Yeah, and that's that becomes a thing later too because the the Weasley brothers, the twins, Fred and George. There's some stuff. They're so creative that they kind of venture into their own business eventually. You'll gotcha. see. It. You'll see in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. it's I love. I love. I mean, I love all the books, but like this book, this is a turning point 
Yeah, there's a lot of teen stuff. Yeah, Ron's a little bitch in this fucking movie. Yeah, Ron sucks in this movie. (laughs) He's a fucking And the movie, yeah. Ron's just a moody motherfucker. And, I mean, both him and Hermione take a huge backseat, comparatively. Yeah, Hermione, though, at least, like, has a point a lot of times where you agree with her. You're like, oh, yeah, you're... With just Ron being a little... Well, yeah. Well, you could have fucking asked me out, you fucking pussy, basically. Like... But that was the thing, like, it, I, I was always under the presumption watching the movies that, oh, naturally Ron or Harry and Hermione are going to show up. They're the two main characters. They're they still kind of like, you kind of know, like, okay, it's probably going to be Ron and Hermione and Harry and someone else. Um, but like. But they, I mean, from what I understand, they don't really play up a love triangle between the three of them. Not much. There is, not to get ahead, but in the final book, there is a task. I'll call it a task. Do you remember me mentioning Horcruxes? Do you know what those are? Uh, yeah, I have. A there is one that Ron has to deal with where he has to deal with s- some of what we're talking about. Okay. It's almost like a mental, like. Give up something or. Well, it's kind of like he's seeing Harry and Hermione. Not really, but it's like in his mind. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I under, I know where the end result of all these characters. Like Harry and Hermione would have been a good fine together. But in I mean, fact, that's typically they're more what... on par because Ron's kind of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hermione, I mean, she's brilliant, and Harry's brilliant in his own way. Ron's not. Ron's fine too. They're not. None of them are dumb. No. But Ron's probably the weakest. Of the three, yeah, I I'd mean, say. Harry is. Destined. He's a destiny. Hermione He's brave. Is brilliant. Hermione's Ron brilliant. is just there. But Harry's, Harry's got logic too, though, and it's yeah. Work. And now, remind me how Longbottom, the Never. rat. No, that, that's not the oh the evil guy. Wormtail. Wormtail. How did he escape in the third one? From prison or from them? No, like uh, he was the he was he was Scabbers, right? He basically he he framed Sirius Black for his own for Correct. his murder. But then how did he? He wasn't caught at the end. Of, I, I'm trying to remember. Nope. The yeah. End so of he that. he became a rat. They exposed him. He ends up when Sirius turns or not Sirius, but uh, Lupin turns into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. He turns into a rat again and escapes. Just never to be seen again. Never to be seen, movie. but and when Harry goes, hey, we can turn back and change. When they have to go turn back, remember they do the turntable yeah, thing. Yeah. He goes, you can't change anything. Like you have right, to let it yeah, fly. That's right. Which kind of backfires a little bit. But there's a great line. I don't think it even gets to mention in the book or in the movie, but in the book it does. Is I think Dumbledore says it or serious where because. Pettigrew, he spares Pettigrew's life. Peter Pettigrew, yeah. They tell him like he, it's like a, it's almost like a, this weird, not a truce, but like a, almost like a blood bond. It's like he owes you, and it comes back in a certain way. Okay. Not to say I'm not saying Pettigrew becomes good or something. Right, I'm right, like, right, right. There is a point in later in the series where you're like, oh, this came, this came to fruition, like. <laughs> It's like it's kind of almost like a deeper bond without them realizing like it, it, you have to honor 
Yeah, yeah. It's like a blood, not a blood oath. Uh, I guess kind of like a blood oath in a way. Okay. Um. Yeah, Goblet of Fire, though. You know, what's weird is like I'd mentioned during the movie, there's certain things they cut out and there's characters they cut out, like really important. Imp- there are things that I understand why they did it. So let me just tell you, remember I mentioned downstairs, I said, you know, a lot of people that were the book fans were pissed at this movie. Yeah. So in the opening scene, when you see the dream, or not the dream, well, it's Harry's dream, but you see what's really happening with the old man going up to the yeah. place and getting killed. Barty Crouch Jr. is not there. Really? He's not in that scene. He is He is moody. He is, That is a thing. That becomes... He's not in that scene. So when I saw the so first, that I remember the scene first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, so then in that scene, it's just it's Voldemort just and, and Pettigrew. Pettigrew? Interesting. He mentions having a servant that's going to help him because Pettigrew's going on in that scene about, like, I'll help you, master. Like, you know, it's a little longer of a scene than just that. Sure, that sure. And he's like, no, no, I have a servant. He's going to be at Hogwarts this year. And you don't really know 100%, but you're assuming it could be Snape. It could be because of past things, you know. Yeah. It, it could be somebody new. Well, then there's Moody. You're like, okay, well, it's a Moody guy. Maybe it's him. Well, when Harry goes into the Pensy, where he sees the dreams, with, mm-hmm. or not the dreams, with the past, with Dumbledore at the courts. Yeah. In the movie, they do the tongue thing with Barty Crouch, because you already knew Barty Crouch because you saw him earlier. Right. In the book... You get the backstory, and you might not have gathered this because they don't mention it. Do you remember in this class with the spiders where they, I'm going to drown this well, spider, and I the, torture this spider, and I kill this spider? And they couldn't. When Longbot, when Neville gets upset, the Cruciatus curse that. That's the like, torture one? That's a torture one. In the future, in that book, when they go to the Pensieve in the book, Harry sees a a trial and there's like two women one of them is bellatrix lestrange who you don't know yet but that's i know who helena bottom yeah, carter yeah, i know that character name and another and her husband and another man who is a boy named barty crouch jr who is the okay. david Tennant. they collectively tortured frank and alice longbottom neville's parents with that curse so when he's showing him that curse, he's, he's showing him what he did to his parents. Uh, that's pretty fucking dark. Do they show that? You don't movie? understand that. But yeah, Not, that's no. the thing. Is I know that, yeah, but you don't. And yeah. it's like, that's actually way that's deeper. That's fucking dark. It's really dark. <laughs> yeah. You don't actually know that as a viewer, as a reader even, to book five. Okay, but they make a point of they making sh- that clear? Yeah. Okay. In book five, you realize, like, I think somebody explains, like, I think actually Neville finally tells Harry, like, my parents were tortured by this person. So he's literally showing what he did to his own parents. Isn't that dark as fuck? That's wild, yeah. So um, that's the other thing is during the trial, Barty Crouch Sr. is one of the judges. It's almost like you might have noticed. It's almost like. And not Barty, a Supreme Court. Senior is the one with the Hitler stash. Yeah, okay. it's called a it's called the Wizen Gamut. I think Dumbledore was even on there at one point. It's a, just a judiciary. I don't think they're actually. It's almost like Supreme Court, but more for criminal cases. Right, it's right. like a group of judges, like a tribunal. 
yeah. would be a yeah, that's proper, a, but maybe it's, maybe it's more than three. It. Maybe I'm not 100% what their totals are. But he puts his own son in prison. Now, they didn't really show. They showed him getting You know, held. trying to sneak out and faint. And, like, he gets stunned. Right. But they didn't explain what happened to him or how. That's what pisses me off, too, is because. So, so there's so much that you didn't see. Like, when I said they didn't show the wizard the, the World Cup. Yeah. They just kind of skipped toward. Right. They, That's actually important in a weird way because it's like, okay, why would a game be important? Well, in the box they're in, it's Ron, Hermione, Harry, and, like, the Weasleys. Mm-hmm. Behind them in the box is a house elf, not Dobby. Remember Dobby? Yep. It's a different house elf named Winky. You never meet Winky in this movie, and though it's kind of weirdly important. <laughs> Going forward or important to just this, in this story? Just specifically in this book, okay. mainly. Winky is the house elf for the Crouches. We don't know this. Crouches is the Hitler stashed yeah. family. You don't know this till the very end. It sounds complicated. I swear, like, Rowling is... She doesn't leave a loose end. When you actually, like, start to be like, that's well, let's I've investigate heard. this. It's yeah. like... Yeah, you can't really poke holes in that. Like, she has everything grounded, like, fucking perfectly yeah. round. It's crazy. Winky is their house elf. And then the, they see her at the World Cup, and she seems scared. And they're like, who are you? And she's like, I'm here for my master. I'm, I don't like being here. Well, there's a seat next to her that's empty. Barty Crouch Jr. is their master. Like, Barty Crouch Jr., the, the tongue guy, Tennant, the bad yeah. guy, David Tennant. He's there under an invisibility cloak. He has an invisibility cloak. You don't know this till later. Right. But he made her because he wanted to go. He, And with the, with the unforgivable curses. He wanted to be there because he was part of the he siege. He was trying to watch. Yeah, he was part of the siege and he wanted to see Harry. And he wanted to just, I think he just like Quidditch too, to be honest. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> but uh, it's interesting because um, you don't know this at this point in the book, but later you know. Because remember, you see Barty Crouch dead, like in the. They never explain that when he's he's just in the fucking woods, like dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barty Crouch Jr. At that point, had gained control. He had. It's hard to explain. He. It's really hard to explain. About the book. They. That's why I say they fucked this movie up really bad. Yeah, I get it. Barty Crouch Jr. was presumed to be dead. He was supposed to be put to death. Okay, after the trial. After the trial, he was put to death. Going to be put to death. And you learn because dementors. Remember dementors, the prisoners, yep. the guys with the hoods. Yeah. They can only read emotions. They can't read like if it's Tom Houseman or Trav Snyder or Chris Byer. They just can read emotions. Mm-hmm. Barty Crouch Senior's wife was dying, so he exchanged his wife and put her in prison. At the very end, it's fucked up. <laughs> he put her into prison and took his son out because he didn't think his son. He actually thought his son was innocent. I think just being a just being a father. Father, yeah, yeah. He wasn't <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um, and he pu- and what's convenient is he put his dad under the imperious curse, which means he can control him. It's not torture. It's not the killing curse. And it's the to- control curse. Control so to the point that you can't kill most of the movie, him kill himself and all that Yeah, shit. most of the movie yeah. that we just saw, Barty Crouch, the old man with the Hitler stash, is actually under control. Which, if you watch, he's kind of nervous and twitchy. Especially when he's talking to Harry after the second 
Yeah. He's already under control. And that's why Moody went to go get Harry while he's talking to him. It's because he's him. Okay. He's he he's been him he since can only the do summer. That for so he escaped long. the family after the World Cup. He's the one that sent the Dark Mark up. Because oh, he's actually. Okay. He, yeah. I know they don't explain this. Oh, that's why it pisses this movie pisses me off. Because it's like there's a lot that they do not explain. Barty Crouch Jr. sent the Dark Mark up in the woods. And Barty Crouch Sr. knows this because he lost track of his son. His son, he knew his son was at the World Cup with with the elf. And at that point in the night, he lost his son. But wasn't this? He he should have been imprisoned or killed by this point, right? Like how long he ago? Should have been. How long ago did that trial happen? Like when he went to the pensive. And... Twenty years, probably, because it was when Harry's parents were alive. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. And then what? They're the same age as Harry's parents. I couldn't quite track what the guy that was in the open Iron Maiden was oh, accusing him of. Karkaroff. Karkaroff was saying he's the Durmstrang teacher or headmaster. He is a death. He was a Death Eater. Right. So here's when it car- he wasn't a Voldemort's guy. So right. he left. But he's fucking. And saying- he actually sincerely left. He was saying Snape was a Death Eater. He was saying a and- bunch of different people in the Ministry with Death Eaters, like. Avery right, there's somebody there from the inside. And uh, what's the guy's? Dumbledore uh, said Snape. We had. We already fucking, knew. We, we already knew he, he was, was working, working for us. Now. For us, but then what did he accuse Junior of doing? He accused Junior of, um, I think just being a Death Eater. I think. I thought he like. He goes, "Party Crush Junior." I mean, it's one yeah, of those yeah, famous, yeah, like, it's so those. stupid <laughs> line, really, but. <laughs> Did he accuse? He might have said he accused them of being of torturing the Longbottoms. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. Uh, okay. Yeah. I. I, I but that's when that, you start to see him kind of walking out and he f- gets stunned. Yeah. Because that Moody was really Moody, you know. Like, right. It was yeah, really yeah. him. Do they make an explanation of <clears throat> when that switch happened? In the summer, there is something in the book right before the school year. I think actually they. Arthur, because Arthur works with muggles and stuff, and he knows a lot of people in the yeah, ministry. Yeah. He says something about so, one night, one morning when Harry comes, because Harry always comes early to stay with the Weasleys. Right. He's there. At, it's after the World Cup, but before the school year, maybe the week in between, because the movie makes it seem like it's the next day. Right. Right. Um, he says something about I had to go to Alistair Moody's house. Because he had some sort of disturbance with his trash bins. Basically made it sound like he was paranoid. And, he's kind of viewed as paranoid and crazy. Well, yeah, Mad-Eye Moody. He's Mad-Eye Moody. He's kind of just like... His 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 uh, phrase is like constant vigilance. <laughs> constant vigilance. Like he always says that. They don't say it in the movie, but he does say it in, in the book a lot. Because they were implying that like he worked at Azkaban or worked... He is an Auror, which is a cop. Okay. Or a detective. It's basically a wizard... Bad wizard catcher. Gotcha. He's a detective, essentially. Right. That's what Harry wants to be eventually, and a lot of it sounds like a cool fucking job. Yeah. Catch bad yeah. wizards. Yeah. Um, but of course that's why he has the fake eye and the nose bite off because he says the one guy he took a bit a bit bit of me with him or whatever. Yeah, like, that's right. It's because he's been through some shit, and it's a lot more severe when you have wands. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was your question? Oh, I'm sorry, I just got sidetracked. You were just saying, like, why? Oh, when, just, why, when, when is he switched? Yeah. Right before he. 
Dumbledore did hire Mad-Eye Moody, the real person. Right. To, and he was hired as the new defense, the new defense against, against the dark arts teacher. Which and and, and, and uh, in the phase of transitioning to that, Barty Crouch after the World Cup Junior had escaped. Knew that was the plan. That was the plan where it was like, he has a plan for Harry. Do you remember in the very beginning? He's like, yeah, we, they don't ever say the word me or something. Yeah, yeah his was... plan is to become. He's going to use Polyjuice Potion, the potion that makes you change figures now the, which is why snape is like stealing potion right. stuff is that the same potion that hermione used to and turned herself into a cat yep in the first okay yep polyjuice and harry and they become that. crab and goyle yeah 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 yep okay. polyjuice potion that's why he's always drinking out of his flask it's not because he's a drunk it's because yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. that yeah which is why that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah make but, him look like a drunk but um it keeps him in his figure. No. Yeah. Because he has to drink it like every hour. But you have to have a lot of supply for that, I think, from what I hear. Which is from what their story is. Stealing from Snape. But he sure. I think there's some sort of thing where Arthur Weasley's like, Yeah, I had to go to Mad Eye Moody's. There was some disturbance with the neighbors. He was blowing up trash bins or something <laughs> stupid. Well, what happened is he had already been captured and put in his chest and Barty Crouch Jr. had already they had already been in right. motion. So when he shows it that first day it was never Mad Eye Moody. Right. Yeah, which is I, why we assume that he sh- when he shows the curses and he changes Malfoy into the ferret. Even though that guy is paranoid, that guy wouldn't do that. Right. And it's why he talks so badly about people like the past where it's like he says something Oh, when he asked Harry at the very end, he's like what about the graveyard when he gives himself away? Yeah, yeah. He says something like, did he forgive them? Or something like, he says something like. That's right. Because he didn't know if he was going to kill all he's of the angry. fucking. angry. Like, yeah. he does not have. Most of Voldemort's <clears throat> followers, that's why he bitches at Malfoy. A lot of them are just like, you fucking pussies. Like, you didn't believe in me, really. Right. But that's why they're all afraid of him, because why wouldn't you be afraid of that guy? <laughs> yeah. Now. I love these discussions. Dude. Yeah, I do too. Cause I, 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 this book is way deeper than the movie. The movie, I'm, I can only imagine. And that's another thing is Winky, the, the house elf that's in the box with him, she gets banished to the Hogwarts castle where Dobby is. Dobby Dobby's is actually, in the Hogwarts castle. Yeah, he works for Dumbledore, and he's happy. That's he's right, happy because he gave him the sock and shit. He's happy to have. Him. He gets paid and stuff, and the other elves are aff- ashamed because he gets paid. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm so proud to work for Dumbledore." And like, anyways, <laughs> what's funny is in the movie, Neville gives Harry the gillyweed that helps him breathe in the movie, water. Yeah. In the book, it's Dobby. Because because uh, once again. Moody, Moody, Moody fucking Moody knows that scenes, Dobby so. and him are close, so he he's like, I know Dobby's gonna get it. like he's got his hand and everything. But is there a clear explanation as to how uh, Junior got Harry's name to the goblet? Because the twins tried to do the aging spell, and that didn't work. He is of age. It doesn't know who's writing it. It just knows the name. So all you have it to knows be the of... name is not of age, but it knows the person. It might not know the person who wrote it. I'm not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent. I'd have to remember. If I reread, I could. I might remember, but 
he puts it in. It's not. He well, yeah, it I mean, it's clear that he's did it. I just didn't know if like there he was didn't an like explanation. Him, I didn't know if he imperious how. somebody to do it because he could have. Maybe some senior that's not senior. So if senior. if Crum, who was of age, wanted to write Hermione Granger's name and put it in there, that would have worked. Presumably. I think he must have just written his name then. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because I mean. Because, like, you know at the end of the movie in the maze when Victor is, like, clearly, f- his eyes are possessed clouded, or whatever. Yeah. It's all Barty Crouch Jr., which is Moody. He's right. doing that. Same with Floor. He's the one that pushes her. Like, he's trying to let Harry win. Right. Just so he can get to He Baltimore. wants him to get to the graveyard. Because yeah. he's going to be his most possessed. That's the thing. The movie doesn't tell you at the very end. They're about to get all the answers. They give him Veritas Serum. He gives him the answers. And then they go to show him to Cornelius Fudge, the Minister of Magic, and the Dementors already gave him the Dementors kiss, which basically it doesn't kill him, but it basically does. Yeah. And so he doesn't get any of the fucking info, which is why in book five, everything splits. Be- because of that Be- decision right because there? Because Dumbledore is like, Voldemort killed a student of mine in his back. Yeah. And the Ministry, which the government, is basically like, no. Denial. It's denial versus realism. Right, like, right, you know, right. Which is, I don't know. It's just, it's it's I it's mean, it reminds me of <laughs> there's some our, parallels certain things with our government sure. or different governments in the world where it's like there's well, this some is real, real world parallels. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's years later. It's kind of it's this story holds up pretty well. Uh, yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean. Not talking about this specific book, but like the idea of Voldemort. It's it's about fascism, really. I mean, it's really what it is. Uh, yeah, fucking dark lord. He's he's literally he's basically Hitler. And <laughs> I, I I didn't notice it until you mentioned it, but yeah, like the only people that call him the dark lord are his followers. Yep, which is why he's it's, it's a just, slip up. It's a slip up. Whenever, which is also funny because Harry calls Snape out. In one of the books, it might be in four, five, or six. It's he calls him the Dark Lord, and he goes, "I thought he just your followers are calling him the Dark Lord." And Snape fucking lays into him, <laughs> which of course you already kind of know yeah. where that goes. But yeah, I know. Yeah, but it shouldn't I wish you didn't? Book. But like, I really wish I didn't too. But but you did that before me though. I think right. I maybe. Maybe in the early one you just we were talking I don't I can't remember but it's still worthy I mean it's still worthy of figuring out and yeah seeing uh, absolutely uh, I I wish I I guarantee just like the, anything else I wish I go to in the final book book, final movie part two you will get at least a tear in your eye oh, I don't Snape doubt scene. it it's 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 absurdly emotional I don't doubt it for sure because I remember reading that chapter in the book and I knew two pages in I was like. Oh my god. Like this is where this is heading. I know this is where this is heading. I did not predict this. Now, back to the whole Voldemort thing. When yeah. Harry's there and Voldemort's ripping off the fucking masks of his followers. Hey, that's Lucius Malfoy. Maybe I should tell somebody about this shit. He does. And they don't do dick about it. Not like yet. is he? He's not prominent going forward. Like is he, he kind of does. ostracized from the school? Because he's 
he gets been around. Since I can't book remember two. exactly how it happens. Harry does let slip, is what he calls it, to the that Lucius was in the graveyard. But I remember in book five, a lot of people don't believe Harry and don't believe Dumbledore, as you will learn to see. Okay, yeah, it's kind of a divisive. It's a hard, just tough. It's I tough, mean, you're taking it's a tough book for Harry. You're taking Harry's word for it at that point because nobody else has witnessed to but it. But why I wouldn't guess. you believe him at the same time? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but there is a point. I don't remember. I can't remember what book it is. It's got to be in the next two books where, basically, it might be by the end of this book in the in the book, not in the movie, where Malfoy basically is like, you said my dad was this you son of a bitch basically like <laughs> okay yeah so his dad kind of does get a little ostracized okay which means the family gets ostracized a and bit Draco takes a bit of a hit for it i mean they're still rich and they're still old money evil I guess. Yeah, yeah which is interesting as the series goes on because it's like draco has a little bit of a from what i understand he has kind of a I don't want to say a turn, turn completely, but at least it's kind of like a bit of redemption. Even the wife, even the wife, you're kind of like, yeah, I understand. I feel bad for you a little bit. It's not your fault, right? Even him, it's like you're a dick, but you're just you're nurtured to be a dick. You're not right. really that bad of a person. You're not evil. You're not really evil, right? You're just a dick. <laughs> That's fair. There's a difference between evil and dick, you know, like absolutely. Um. Let me think, though. Book. Yeah, I mean, they kind of rush things a little, but they have to because it's still two hours 37 even. Right. Well, that was something I wanted to talk to you about, too, was the movie's 230. This is one of the longer books. Second longest, I believe. If I were to just without knowing the books, if I were to take a place to make cuts. It would have been the dance. You could cut fucking 10 to 15 minutes out of that bullshit. Cut a little bit out of it. I mean, that w- I don't know if really that was specifically no, for the teens or what. I mean, the, the only point that had was to develop the Ron and Hermione Probably. shit, I think. Yeah, they could have cut that. They could have cut... Yeah, so it's tough to cut stuff on it in some ways because there's a lot... The three... Turner, the three wiz- Triwizard Tournament things. That, I mean, the you need, dragon You need ones, those. But, the, I mean, even so, I don't, I'm not even clear what the goal of the first one was. You had to kill the dragon or just you get had to the catch, egg? You had to get the egg. That was, is like You had to secret. basically out-clever a dragon and get okay. it. So Harry's thing was to get it away. In the book, do they show each individual how they did it? And I think they go from Harry's perspective. He's in the tent and he can hear can what's hear happening because there's an announcer. That's a whole other thing. It's you don't even know there's a there's a character you never met. Cracks me up. His name is Ludo Bagman. That's, that's He's a, a degenerate gambler. He's a degenerate gambler. <laughs> nice. And at the World Cup, he makes a bet with the twins, the Weasley twins. And you don't know the result. You never even heard the result of that. But they bet Ireland will win. But Bulgaria Crumb, the guy, yeah. in the, will get will get the snitch. And he's like, yeah, that's crazy. Why I would thought getting the snitch automatically ends the game. Yeah. He does it. 
they lose by like 50 points, but they were so far behind. He's like, we're fucked. I'm just going to get the snitch and end this game. <laughs> and so it happens. So they actually win the bet and he gives them the money, but there's leprechaun gold, which like disappears over time. <laughs> so they, he's like, he's a piece of con. Right. Well, he announces all the tournament. He's not in the movie at all, which is kind of funny. He's kind of a dirtbag too. <laughs> But Ludo Bagman is his name, and that's the thing that's funny is, like, I think the line that they say about, I know stuff about Lucius Malfoy that make your hair curl, or I'd make, what did they say? That was uh, Moody saying that, yeah. Rita Skeeter has a line, the blonde chick with the curls, the shitty reporter, reporter, that says, I know stuff about Ludo Bagman in the book that would make your hair curl. So Ludo Bagman's like a shit bag. Okay. He's not a Death Eater, which is one of the his supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is just like a delinquent. He's just a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> but he is involved in... Like, there's so many things in the book that aren't included. And I get it. Like, Ludo Bagman's not really needed. <laughs> right. But I, I mean, feel like it's so dumb to, like, introduce... Hey, look at all these cultures. Look at all these things... Well, We're that at the was World the Cup, and then it's just a game, no game. Th- yeah, the the whole point what? of the World Cup was to introduce Harry Crumb. That was Victor, the, oh, yeah, Victor, or Crumb, Victor yeah. Crumb, Harry Crumb. What the fuck? That guy had a ridiculous hairline too. Yeah, you know, it was like fucking down to like his fucking eyebrows. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. And the whole, oh, ooh, well, yeah, you ooh, and I, yeah, the fist ooh, pumps, you and ooh. I. Was there Jesus not some Christ. Russian stereotypes in this? Oh, um, I mean, Bulgaria is part of the Eastern Bloc, so oh, he's Bulgarian. Yeah, he's in Bulgaria yeah. too. But yeah, just that school, Durmstrang. They're all wearing Absolutely. furs. They're all wearing the fucking Igor Karkarov. Victor Crumb. It just seemed like, I mean, Ukraine even. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could have had a guy named Zelensky, and I would have been like, yeah. At that or point, yeah. You, Putin. Well, Putin, Putin was already in charge <laughs> then. Put him in Serbia or Montenegro. Zelensky was, or still, fucking, a, was still a fucking comedian then. Yeah. Now, uh, I can't believe that's still. It's it's fucking absurd. Good for them, I guess. I mean, sure. It's It's still wild. Yeah. It's fucking. It's been like nine months. Wild. The Triwizard Tournament. Mm. Are those the only three magical schools? No. Um, Well, the only three that are. It's kind of like mentioned in this that Hermione mentions that when they're at the World Cup. Because they run into some girls from Bobatons, which is kind of funny. Because I already knew you already kind of knew them before you meet them in the book, in the, in the movie, I guess. The Bobatons are the they're French, they're the, the French, French the chicks. Okay. Um, they're kind of stuck up and snooty, but there are literally when they're at the World Cup. That's the cool part of that ch- couple chapters is you run it. They're they're running into people they know, so like Dean Thomas from Gryffindor. They run into Cho Chang. Yeah. And Harry slops water all over himself because <laughs> he's n- nervous. Yeah, it's a campsite, and that's that actually that chapter's kind of funny because there's a, it's like a campground director like our normal world campground, right? And people have to keep have to come in. Wizards keep having to come in and correct his memory because he keeps being like, "Man, there's a lot of weirdos here and <laughs> stuff," and <laughs> they have to like they're fucking basically giving him CT, giving him a CTE. Right, right, naturally, <laughs> but uh. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's the thing is, like, they come across, like, they'll see tents that are really, 
like extravagant. Like you know, camping for us, it's like a tent. Right. But they'll be like, a tent it's, it's something it's absurd. It's like walking into Doctor Who's. Fucking... But it's cool, as I said, like the Salem witches of America, and it's like, oh, like that's kind of cool to think like there's American witches and there's like people from well, Africa. That would be the thing. I was so expecting. I don't think they're the only schools, but there are only three in that part of the world. I think so they're, they're only the only European, European schools. Okay. I think so. That's fair. And the... so Hermione and them are basically. Because, like, Seamus is clearly either Irish or Scottish. Right, yeah. So I think they're either English, Irish, Scottish, Wales. But, I mean, those all of them probably go to Hogwarts. They all think? go to Hogwarts, and, and I think Bobatons. broken up by region. But Bobatons seemed like a women's school. And that the other seemed seem like, like a men's school. That's fair. Because Malfoy in the book, Malfoy says, Father wanted to send me to Durmstrang, but he thought it'd be too cold. So it's like, I think they have kind of a choice. Or money. I mean, money. Yeah, money is probably. Because the Malfoys have money. It's probably fake money for the most, but whatever. That was interesting, because, yeah, I thought. Well, he's barely in this movie. Yeah, he's. He's in the book a bit. He's in one scene. Everybody pretty much takes a Snape takes a back seat. Like, he's always kind of. It's it's one of the rare ones. Shown to be like a shadow villain or antagonist, but. The only time he's really being antagonistic is when he brings him in and says, I know you're stealing my shit. Which and he does in the book, really too. that's really it. Well, because that's the funny thing in the book. I wish they'd show it in the movie. Is when Harry goes to the bath with the egg. When he's leaving to go back to the homeroom or whatever, common room. Yeah. He has the invisibility cloak and he trips. There's a step on one of the staircases that has like a... It's like a fake step. I don't know. It's something they all know, but he forgets about right. it. He drops the egg and it makes the noise and he closes it. But Filch and Snape show up and Filch, they can smell the cat. Filch's cat can right. smell the scent of the bath. And Moody shows up. But Harry, before the reason Harry's heading that way is because when he's looking at the, remember the Marauders map, which doesn't make a yeah. play yeah. show up in this movie. That's the one where they showed Pettigrew. And, yeah. It says Bartim- Bartimius Crouch. And he notices that, and he goes, "Why is Crouch in the school?" See, that would have been pretty. Interesting I know. To fucking I know. That's what pisses me off. Is like, but they spoil it in the first scene. If they had not done that, yeah. it would have been a lot more interesting. That's why I don't. I don't care for this movie as much. I, I, I still get, like I, it. I, I it's, get it. I give it like a six, six and a half. I, I get it, but but you understand you know what I'm saying now, where it's book. like, where it's like, damn, yeah. like that would have been fucking. In cool. the book, it's a lot more mysterious. Where it's like, wait. Why is Barty Crouch in the school? And then, of yeah. course, you meet Moody, and it's that's that's him. Yeah, because it doesn't dissociate. Be- it doesn't associate between juniors and seniors. Right. For whatever reason. That was at the time. No, I have no uh, idea how we're, they we're, made the map. I have no idea how they made it. Right. They're fifteen years old, but I'm going all over the place here. But when no, fine. they found Senior dead in the woods, where the fuck were they going? Like it was I Hagrid, Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Where the fuck were they going? Probably Hagrid's hut because it's near the forest. It looked like they were all carrying like camping gear and shit. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I, In the book, if I recall, Harry is. Actually, I do remember now. Bart, Barty Crouch shows them the maze. He doesn't go in the maze, but he shows them before the last task. This is the final task. You're going into this maze. You're going to have to be prepped on different skills. 
it's going to be kind of an all-around experience. You need to know what you need to know, which it kind of in the book it's a little more in depth. Right. Um, and when he's leaving, Barty Crouch walks with him for a bit, and he starts acting really weird, like he's starting to act like he's like almost being controlled, and then he's like in, in like consciousness. So the Harry senior, we're talking about? senior. Okay. The, with the Hitler yeah, stash, yeah, yeah. the old fucking Adolf. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Kanye West would approve. <laughs> what is Holy going on with shit. that? That's, that's Jesus. A wild. I don't even blame Why? Alex Jones for that. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like I said before, when Alex Jones is looking at you like you're the fucking yeah. lunatic, <laughs> you got a problem. <laughs> Not a good. Anywho, the Michael Jordan Haynes stash. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. He le- in the book, he's like, I'm going to go get help. Because he's like going crazy. He's like, I'm sorry, the Lord Dark Lord's coming back. Like He kind of like goes insane he's saying weird shit kind of like right. trelawney and azkaban where she's saying weird shit about premonitions yeah, 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 but yeah. not quite so harry that's when harry shows up at dumbledore's office in the book in the movie they show it where he's like you have a visitor outside and it's harry and the yeah. pensive that's what leads into that and but harry explains him in the book you know i saw not i'm just a dr crouch i saw mr crouch he's fucking going crazy basically and they go out to find him and so well in what the movie happened, he was already dead he was already dead yeah. but in the book what happens is dumbledore's out there looking for him snape is looking out for him moody but moody's not moody right finds him kills him and buries him transfigures him into a bone and buries him and during during he already kills him Endure it because he's going to betray him. Right. Because he starts going on about He says something about his son, too. Like, you don't really. It's very vague in the book. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's little things where you're just. When you reread it, you're like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I, 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 I get like, it. I don't understand. I don't agree with some of the things she's done in the recent years where she said some weird shit or would have been just a weird lady. See, she, I, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. I don't think anything she said has been that controversial. She's but, anyway. I don't know. But, anyways, she. Well, she made a big deal about like Dumbledore being gay. It's like, okay, if it's gay, who cares? Like, yeah, I mean, whatever. So what? But I think that's, that's not why she's gotten into trouble. I know, but but she, they, you know, they changes the bone, berries, and it's like in the book. I don't know, like you don't know that till the end. But when they go back to find him, he's gone because Harry goes with him. I think, and he's like, no, Harry goes in the pensive. I think actually when they're out there and. Right. That's when the courtroom stuff happens. He sees, but he sees uh, Karkaroff's trial. He sees Crouch's trial with the Lestranges, so with uh, Helena yeah, Bottom Carter. Uh, that's not shown. And he, I think he sees Snape's trial. I think Snape, Snape was is, put on trial. I think so. Okay. If I recall, and Dumbledore vouches for him. Is like, no, this man has changed. Okay. And obviously. It, Ends up being true. So that during that scene in the movie when they go out to look for the dead Crouch Senior, mm-hmm. and Dumbledore tells Harry, I'll, "I'll be back. Try the licorice. They bite." Was that with the intent purpose of getting him to see the pensive? I think so. Okay. It's never explicitly said. 
But the thing that the cabinet opens and like yeah, it's like yeah, I, I think Dumbledore always kind of nudges him. He has before. Certainly. He knows that he's curious and intelligent enough to be a. De- it's almost like a detective. Like Harry is like a detective for basically seven books. A little bit, but it can be annoying sometimes. But it's also like they're more more often than not he's right. Yeah, he's wrong sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'll but give with you like that. especially book six, like Half Blood Prince, he's right almost. The entire but finding time. the pensive was almost happenstance because the licorice kind of pushed him into that wall, and then it yeah. In the book, I don't up. think they use the licorice because I don't remember that okay. specifically. I think he just kind of knows in the corner of his eye, like, "What's this over here?" And when he dips his head because it's a basin, there's like a crystal-looking liquid, and he touches his nose to it and it sucks him in. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh shit, I'm fucked." And then he sees the trial, the trial, the trial, and then. He, Dumbledore sits because he He's, looks over and Dumbledore sitting next to him like as it almost made it seem like Dumbledore realized he was there, but then he shook he, the hands. He doesn't him. in the movie. He do, I don't think he does, but in the book, there's a time where he looks over and there's two of them, and he grabs him by the shoulder and pulls him back up, and it's like, okay. uh Harry, I see you. Like curiosity got the best of you, kind of like yeah, they even they even made that line in the movie. Like he too, said, yeah. like I think he's just he always knows. Harry has to know certain things to succeed in the future. So Dumbledore knows that, so he has to fill him in on some things. Right. He's so, always got a little bit of a distance with him, though. Now, back to the pensive pool or whatever the fuck yep. that is. When is dope. Dumbledore pulls that memory out, is that completely lost to him until he puts it back in? Or... Is he um, just taking a full-on photograph of exactly what happened? And I think it's exactly, but it's also probably still. from their perspective, though. So it could be flawed still. That's how I've always viewed it. I don't know if that's true. They never really prove it. But like, it could be like how you look at an event, how I would look at an event. Regardless, we could see the same event happen. Right. They could be different from our perspectives, but you could put that in your memory. It's your memory. And right. mine could be my memory. So say so it's it's his memory. Like when he pulled out the Harry Potter's name coming out, he pulls it out and puts it in the pensive. If I were to ask him about that memory, would he have any idea of what I was talking about? I think so. Okay. I think I don't think it's like he was, like he forgot it. Right. It's not like an amnesia thing where it's just gone. No, I don't think. Okay. So. It's just kind of like an. It sounds like a diary. Right, but or for like a screenshot, visual diary, so to speak, like. of what happened. But it would be kind of cool to be like... Oh, absolutely. As long as it's accurate. Because like, I don't know if it's I mean, based it, on your, like, your clouded... Your perspective and your Yeah, like what if you had an interaction with a woman and right. you're like, that went well and it didn't really go well, but you think it did? It could skew your... it almost have to be that way, though, right? Yeah, it, I don't it, know. It'd, That's it'd a good from question. your perspective. That's a good question. But I, I don't know if pulling it out of your head just saves it or if it did you put your name in the goblet of fire <laughs> we need to talk about that too <laughs> that was wild because i like did you I forget said, about like how that was no i remember that vividly because, because you mentioned it to me when i think when you were like he said calmly i remember watching you might have mentioned it in a past pod even because we probably we, did i, I but, feel like we bring up a lot of the same stuff you know we, we've done a good job on this one i think i mean keep it on the movie it's the idea that when was well, did they do the actor change in 
after two, Richard Harris died. Richard Harris died, and a lot of people do not like Michael Gambon, and I don't get it because I I love Michael Gambon. I mean, they play the character completely differently. Uh, they do. Richard Harris is probably more true to the gentleness, which, which is funny because Richard Harris was not gentle. I don't think. <laughs> no, I mean, I think he was just super just, fucking old. Well. Back by then, and yeah. but back in the day, he was, oh, he was super a fucking drunk. He was basically yeah. you and he was Trav, a fucking animal. put an actor. Yeah, <laughs> him and Peter O'Toole were just <laughs> yeah. getting down. Yeah, but Gambin, I think Gambin's gay. I think so. Think. Yeah, he's in some Wes Anderson movies like Life Aquatic. He's in Life Aquatic. Oh, you li- don't I you like Life Aquatic? That's my favorite Anderson movie. Yeah, yeah he's I, one I mean, of the guys in the crew. Okay. I'm not a huge Anderson fan, so I haven't I seen that movie in a I while. I think Royal's my favorite, but regardless, he is. He's a but, little uh, more I mean, brisk. Just he's a little more gruff and brisk, and he's not as white. Because I just they just didn't make him as like old seeming. Right, and again, not he's reading old. the books, I. But I loved hearing, him. I thought he was great. Hearing Harris be the. It's so fucking he probably was better for it, but Gam- I still love. But Gambin. then going from that to, did you put your fucking name in the Goblet of Fire? You fucking start slapping him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's fucking. It's wild. like airplane, like a fucking lineup for the slaps. <laughs> you got fucking boxer ready, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> it's so fun. It's it's been an internet joke for like at least a decade. Like. He but, said calmly, like in the book, it's literally so gentle with it. Yeah. Like, Harry, Harry did you put your did name you in the goblet? Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Like, it's it like, what the fuck? Wild. That's Steve Clove's fault. Probably, yeah. I mean. Clovis or whatever. Or Newell's fault. You read the fucking. Well, that, Mike, Newell did do Donnie, Mike Newell did do Donnie Brasco. So maybe. Yeah, he, yeah he's just pulling back on his <laughs> own shit. God damn. <laughs> but yeah, that's wild. Looking at that is such a weird choice. But I mean, it's not. It's not a bad movie. None of them are bad. No, but it's not like having you read the books. It's like the Howling Three, you've or got something. you've got two movies of each Dumbledore actor. So far, right? I mean, yes. Gambit's going to go Gambit's forward, finish. but I mean, as of now, who portrays the book character better? Harris. He's just more. I don't know. There's something grandfatherly about Dumbledore. That and that's kind of how it. I mean, ha- but he's strong granted. though. Like Gambon captures the strength still, because there's still a strength and a scariness there. Now, scariness doesn't really become a thing to like order. Where you're like, oh, this guy's kind of a little bit scary in a sense. Right. Not like well, reckless I- scary, but like. He's powerful. Like you, you don't realize like how important this man. You learn in the book one basically that if he had wanted to be minister, he could have been, but he turned it down. Right. So he could have been essentially the prime minister of wizardry in, in England. Right. Which is what that is. Because Cornelius Fudge, at the end of the day, the guy who is it is a fucking idiot. That guy's an idiot. And he was. Fudge He's was, in this movie. He was the one that was like, we're not canceling the fucking tournament because Senior died. Yeah. Okay. He's the one in book three where he tells Harry at the at the 
motel or hotel or whatever you want to call it. He's like, oh, you blew up your aunt. That's okay. Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's right. He's book five, though. He changes his tune. He goes to Hardline. Him and Dumbledore are basically enemies. Gotcha. And that. God damn it. That just. You're going to. Li- I think you're really going to like five through seven. I don't know. Six is rough as a movie. I love the story. The book is amazing. Because I love backstories. Um, well, I mean, you said it was kind of but a backstory. But even then, it's not that. Movie. There's a couple. I think more of it is there's a couple scenes in six where I'm like, God damn it. Because six is not exciting. They add a couple action fillers that don't belong. Right. I will point them out when that happens. Because <laughs> they don't make any sense. Now, going to I think David Heyman does the rest of these movies. He produced this one, but I think he is the director yeah, of the so last. Or David Yates. I'm sorry. Yates. Yeah. Yates. That's right. My bad. Heyman is a producer, but David Yates, I believe, he directs the final four movies. And I would say those probably, outside of Corone, for three, those are the four. Four of the five best movies. Okay. Uh, so you're moving forward. You're in pretty good hands. Yeah, I I would imagine so. Especially seven. There's a couple of scenes. Jesus. Seven's Christ. broke up into two, right? Where I, yeah, there's a couple of scenes though where I'm just like, that is incredible. Even twelve years, eleven years later, like. I mean, that's something we need to talk about. Some, I mean, the effects in this are some of them are dated. That SoFi Stadium comment you made though about like the stadium at the Quidditch World Cup, like it looks like fucking. And like if Jim Nance had been like, we're at Super Bowl 57, I would have been like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> but then they show the leprechaun. It looks like shit. Yeah. The dragons don't look bad. They don't look terrible. No, at least in this one, it kind of reminds I mean, me like. you really like, only see Like you could have told me like it could have been like Daenerys going Dracarys. And I would have been like, oh, yeah, that's the same dragon. The yeah. close-ups aren't great. Um, the, What was the one thing? I think I pointed out a couple. The haircuts are bad. Oh my God! Yeah, it's totally like strokes. The strokes had their influence in U.S. It is, and it definitely looked like kind of the emo and Jet. Early Remember Jet? Dogs. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Cold hard bitch. <laughs> that song's terrible. There, but basically, it's like there wasn't Jet Black. But, but basically, like O two to O five, most men, ma- men. <laughs> I wasn't a man. <laughs> I just thought of a. Uh, was a Seinfeld where she's like, you're not a man. Oh, it's one of the guys in the coma. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make Kiss me. No, no. <laughs> you're not a man, Jerry. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. I love Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, everyone in that era, including myself, because I was, a, I was str- like strictly in high school, 0205, we all had, most of the guys had haircuts like the Strokes. That wispy fucking... It's just it's just shaggy, yeah. down to your eyebrows, down to your neck. Yep. Ron looked ridiculous in this movie. Like, he looked... Well, he was a fucking bitch the whole fucking movie. Oh, he was, he was for sure. He's a bitch in that book, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. What made me laugh in the... They didn't do it quite in the movie, but in the book, when Harry and Ron finally, at, after the first tournament... They kind of get there. They kind of... Make up, yeah. 
Hermione bursts out crying and starts hugging them. That always oh, made me laugh because she's just Christ. absurd. <laughs> she's she's my favorite character, probably. Yeah? She's uh, Dude, as much as Harry is great, Harry's out of the three of them, Hermione, if he didn't have Hermione, he'd be fucked. I mean, she, yeah. She's, she's kinda, so uh, great, like. Especially the last one. And not even t- I'm not even talking like a women's power thing. <laughs> like, no. I'm not trying to be like, <laughs> yeah, like right. she's just fucking dope. Like she always was. Well, I mean. What, uh, and Rowling, give Rowling all the credit. Like she wrote a great female character. Good for her, man. Like, I mean, they were fucked in Azkaban without her time turner. Time turner, yeah. But. That still throws me off because I don't understand that they're always behind. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, is it expire at a certain point? I, like it almost has to. I don't. I because how could you always be to behind? Fucking work that thing. It out. doesn't it scientifically. Doesn't, you can't do it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But time travel is always tough, though. That's the problem. That's I mean, why you always get in trouble it, with it. That's what makes it fun, though, too. Boss used to do that shit too. It's like, well, how's this work? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just. Now, from what I've read on, I found some mm-hmm. top ten list of differences between the book and movie of Goblet of Fire. One of the big ones was the labyrinth. There were, like, monsters and shit in there. Yeah, instead of I just was going like to mention it during shit. the movie but i don't want to like spoil our conversation too much because i already yeah. i'd already mentioned a few things where i'm like shit i figured there's way to the pot right 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 um so yeah there's there is a couple things harry goes this is all from harry's perspective mainly now when you say it's written from harry's perspective is it like it's not i said it's not like an i said harry it's, saw. It's harry said okay but like it's never from victor or floor or cedric it's always right. it starts from harry and like in a scene like that but you uh, then how was like you said the first chapter of the first book was written from Dumbledore's or the Dursley's perspective? How was oh. that written? From the Dursleys and then Harry like, and then eventually I saw or no, Dursley like, saw it Harry was like do this. Mr. Dursley, Mrs. Dursley, okay, Albus Dumbledore, Miss McGonagall. The first chapters later, those four people. They Harry's not even in the first chapter. Okay, except his baby, his body being put down at their door. Right. Um. So like, what's the question for this one? I'm sorry. Uh, the labyrinth was so drastically different. yeah. So it's from Harry's perspective, but it's there is a a riddle in one of the scenes, which is cool. It's a sphinx, and I think I wonder if I can find it. I I, I actually if I can find it real quick. It's a kind of a cool lab or. A, on. Maybe I'll, I may have to let you spitfire a little bit before I find it. But right, because I mean, did you like the visuals in this scene? I I thought they kind of rushed it because there's not much to show without. The right, I, I I would imagine because I mean the only thing that they had to fight against in the labyrinth was collapsing hedges. Yeah, that's, and vines. Yeah, it's not really that's that really interesting. A, and fog. It I wasn't guess. really like that. I I thought there were like spiders or some kind of monsters that were based on what I read about the books, having not read the books. So I'm not sure if this is I mean, exactly I, what it says, but she he meets a sphinx at one point. 
Like a living sphinx? Yeah, it's it's, it's living okay. in front of him. It's obviously the movie. I wish they would have done it because how long would that have taken? Come on. <laughs> so there's which creature. You could have had like Kate Blanchett's face on it or something. Something British. Come on. <laughs> right. Which creature would you be oh. unwilling to kiss? The clue in the first two lines refers to a spy. Oh, maybe it doesn't have the full name. Hold on. Oh, okay, here it is. It's on MuggleNet.com. Because <laughs> that's got to be great. Name appropriate. Oh, God damn it. Come on. I need a new phone. My phone is so fucking old. Okay. Um. Okay, so here it is. First, think of the person who lives in disguise, who deals in secrets... And tells not but lies. Next, tell me what always the last thing to mend. The middle of middle and end of end. And finally give me the sound often heard during the search for a hard to find word. Now string them together and, s- and f- answer me this. Which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? So basically the person who lives in disguise and s- Secrets and Lies as a spy. Okay. In England, I think this is more of an English thing. When you're looking for a sound you can't find, it's like, er. They say er. Okay. The spy er. All right. Stream together. Which creature would you be willing to kiss? A spider. So it's a spider. But it's kind of cool in the book because yeah, it's kind of like your. Like it's kind of like in book one with the potions. Hermione figures out the. You don't want to drink this one. In fact, in the movie, I don't think they even cover it. I don't remember a potion. Yeah, in the book, that's another thing. It's a, it's, it's a logic. It's a logic test. Yeah. Which they don't like to cover for some reason in these movies. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it kind of does some play people out have logic better or some in print people don't. than it does on film, probably. True. I understand that. But, but yeah, the Sphinx gives them the... And there's another scene, so she lets them pass. And that's when they get to the final scene where him and Cedric are in the same tunnel. And they're... I don't remember rushing. the I don't remember the vines coming down. I think it's just they're in a race, and they were like finally. I think he helped Cedric from Victor, and he was like, "Just take it." He's like, "No, no, no, we take it together." So in a sense, that's why Harry feels so guilty, and later on, especially, right? You haven't seen that yet, but like, because he made them take it together, he ended up getting Cedric killed, even though he didn't really right, kill Cedric. Right? Had he just won himself, he would either have died or he would have gotten away the way he did anyways. Right. Um, there's another thing I always thought that was kind of cool, but I don't know how they'd show it. So when Harry steps, there's like a line, and he steps across it. They can see the line on the ground. He steps across it, and he's inverse. Where all of a sudden it feels like he he thinks he's gonna fall off the earth. <laughs> okay. And so he's so afraid to step for like you know half a paragraph that he he just does it and he inverses back. It's like a this is a test of your wills, eventually. Essentially, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind but of. But could a, you imagine being upside Indiana down? Indiana Jones in the fucking Last Crusade. Dude, you fucking or poopy book. pants, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, absolutely. Be shit blowing in these pants, baby. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, that's more or less the additions to that. Um, there's a whole thing. <laughs> this is very different. They don't mention. I forgot they don't mention the movie at all. Hermione starts this thing. <laughs> it's called the House Elf Liberation Front. 
Is it like trying to unionize the fucking house elves <laughs> or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> and the whole thing is that's how they meet Dobby in this kitchens because Dumbledore offered him a job and he took it. And the rest of them work for free because they don't want jobs. <laughs> but Dobby's but Winky, free and he's getting But paid. Winky, this, the, the Barty Crouch elf, gets sent there and she's just a fucking mess and she's a drunk. Which is funny. Nice. Um, but I just love how, like, 20 years later, you're just like, you're talking yeah, about yeah, unions here, here for elves. It's so funny. Goddamn. Um, yeah, what else? I'm trying to think. Do you have any questions? Do I mean, is there anything else, like... Did they show... Because I've already crouched stuff in the winky stuff. That I understand there's a lot they left out and put in different spots where I know, but you might not know. Right. And, and I haven't um, read, like I said, I haven't read these in a few years, but I know them pretty well. Like, right. I, uh, just I'd say I'm pretty much an expert. I'm not really like, I'm not a historian. Yeah, of Harry I mean, Potter, you're, but, you're as big an expert I can on tell you Harry Potter most as I things. am MCU. I, yeah. 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 Like MCU. If I asked you, you would know. Yeah. Uh, did they show a uh, crumb getting bewitched? Before he entered in the movie. Because if they did, I missed it. No. It looked like his eyes were kind of glassed over. They were glassed over. I think that was a signifier to you. But. And then before. Moody does it. Moody does it through the vines. Which is also like the thing where he points at Harry. Like that never happens in the movie, I don't think. And when even Crumb, he was bewitched to not see. Potter. Oh, you know what? When Barty Crouch Sr. in the movie, in the book, gets fucked up where he's like freaking out. You remember what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my son, like, and he's like, kind of like, doesn't know where he is. Crumb is there with Harry, and Harry goes, I'm going to go run and get help. And when they get back, Crumb is stunned, and Crouch is missing, and Crouch got turned into a bone. So Moody showed up first. Moody showed up up before okay. Dumbledore, stunned Dumb Crumb, killed his dad or his son or his dad, made him do, transfigured his ashes into a bone, buried him, and then when they brought Crumb, that's why they put in your head that Crumb might be a might be untrustworthy, even though you don't know. Yeah, they never in the movie they never in the book po- they do pointed painted in the him book as they kind of make because Harry even says to like, are you sure you can trust him? And Hermione's like, yes. Well, they they did because Hermione with, him you don't know what they did. They said that with Ron, like he's just using you, but they did it in a jealousy way. Yeah, instead like, of like they liked each other, and they keep in touch even though they're not dating. Ron and Hermione in, or not? No, Ron Hermione and, and uh, Crumb. They Crumb. keep in touch. I think they're kind of like pen pally. Right. They're not seeing each other, but he 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 means well for her. So Does he show back up in the movies? Do any of the other schools show back up in the movies? Not the schools, but Floor does. Okay. Victor does in the book, but he's not in the movie. He's not in the movies. Okay. In book seven, both of them. What about now? That was another thing. The the Bulgarian and Madame Maxime, the lady, the, the big, big giant woman. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. In the book, Hagrid, Harry overhears them they outside of the dance. They clearly love each other and shit. Well, he says to her, like, which one was it, your mom or your dad? And she goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, my mom was a giant and my dad wasn't. And she gets offended. 
because she doesn't claim to be a giant because giants are kind of viewed as bad. You're right. She clearly is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So his mom is a giant because I remember he says I put my, I used to put my dad up on the dresser, you know. He yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. So his mom was a giant. Her mom or dad, she's clearly I part mean, giantess. At this point, both of them might as well be because she towers yeah. over fucking Hagrid. She plays a factor in the, in the books with him later. Okay. In book six, they do some spying on some giants because giants are kind of needed by both sides. Okay, they're important. So for fighting for war, essentially, it's kind of it's interesting. It's kind of cool how that works. Like, hey man, we need the giants. Let's go go infiltrate the giants. You can help us. Like you're part giantess. Maybe you can infiltrate them. <laughs> right. Now it's curious. The Russian headmaster. Yes. He was a Death Eater. He was. Yep. He showed his. He was showing his tattoo to somebody. That's called the Dark Mark. Who we haven't really the, talked about it, have we? No. I mean, because okay. this is kind of the first time. So do you remember in the at the tournament when we see that thing in the sky? Yeah. That, that's the dark mark, which is a sign. It's basically a tattoo you get when you're. I mean, that's kind of what uh, Voldemort did to Nev or Pettigrew. Yep. Which portrayed it on the air, which brought everybody there. Yep. It is a it's a tattoo essentially. I don't know. I don't know what. But par- who who is I don't know show- what parlor they go to, but <laughs> but they it's a sign of your support for Voldemort. Right. I mean, it's be like it'd be like getting a fucking Nazi tattoo on your arm. Essentially, let's just be honest. Right. But the allegor- they- from allegorical standpoint. Right. Did they show who he was showing it to? Like, in what scene? Like, what scene you're talking about? When. I don't remember who it was. Somebody was walking by and... It was Karkaroff. I think it was Karkaroff because he has one. He had it up, but he was showing it to somebody. Was it Snape? He says it's showing... It's it's because when Voldemort's getting stronger, I don't know why this is. They just come back? It starts to come back. So he wasn't... He's not a current Death Dealer or Death Eater? No. So he's like saying, Snape, what the fuck's going on kind of thing? Sort, yes. Okay. In, in the future book, you don't see Karkaroff, but you hear about him again. He is... So he's, he's like he's Snape. A, he, he's he, a deserter. He left the cult. He's a deserter. So to speak. Yeah. He's actually not bad. Okay. He's probably not a good person, but he's well, not, I mean, he's he, not he, a he's he's Bulgarian, not a Nazi. so he's not a good person. He's not a Nazi. <laughs> right. But um, he's still fucking German. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> But that's the thing is like that signal. In fact, it was the, just getting strong. So in the book, Harry at one point, I think he's doing something under his cloak, and he comes across them. And I cloak. think that's what it was. Like and Harry he says, was under the cloak and, and Harry, Harry overhears him going, "It's getting stronger." And Snape's like, "I don't care. Like it's fine. Like get out of here," because Snape. Does yeah. Snape still have one? They all do, regardless of your Whether current. You left or you're gonna have it. It's not like a cover-up. It's not a cover-up <laughs> tattoo. Right. In fact, there's probably a lot of... I bet you there's a lot of 35-year-old women that have that tattoo. Let's be totally I honest. Mean, Those fucking sleuths. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know what? But I used they have to, them on the bottom of their back. I'm not kidding. Now, granted, I never would know. But when I was like 15, 16, I remember being like... Because Mary, remember the woman's name we saw at the end of the movie? We were like, oh, she died? Yeah. It wasn't the artist. I was wrong. It was Mary Grandpre is the artist for the books. The, 
Okay. So she's not the one that died. She does artwork for each chapter of the books. Like and I at always, the header? Yep. And okay. I always wanted to get one from each book on, like, my back. But I know that would just be so fucking nerdy. Yeah, don't do that. No, I wouldn't do it. And it'd be really expensive and detailed and fucking hard. Because it's like, that's a lot of detail. I mean... I, but there are some cool artwork on some of those, like... She did a Mary Grant. I'll have to show you. I can show you some later. They're fucking really cool. I I I went to college. But it's like, with, dude, like, how went, fucking nerdy would I be? I you? went to college with a kid who it had cost like four grand to do that. Probably who had the the one ring Elvish wrapped around his fucking bicep. Like, I don't hate it. But it it kind of sucks. I mean, it wasn't done very well. Oh, that's not good then. But yeah, it, it you know what's funny when you like mentioned gibberish. that. So I was watching. I mean, I it looked like off, I off topic. Like I was watching the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently because Duran Duran got that in. That just happened, yeah. Eurythmics got in. Eminem, whatever. Eurythmics, though, Annie Lennox yeah. did "Into the West" from "Return of the King," which is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever fucking heard in my life. I I couldn't. I'm sure I've heard. I I know I've heard You've it because I've seen the, King, the movie. Right? Yeah, I just don't. It's know. It's at the end credits. It's so beautiful, dude. That movie was so fucking long. I, I know, but fucking, that song is. She won the Oscar for best okay. original song. I, I, so music in that. But movie then I was thinking cool. about it, and I go, "That movie is 20 years old next year," and I felt so old. I wanted to cry just being like, "I'm." The Lord of the Welcome Rings to trilogy is world. 20 <laughs> years old? What the fuck? Yep. Welcome to... What? How? Why? Age. Why? That, that I'm going to go continue off this on this tangent. Did you watch Rings of Power? No, I did not. I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I I did, but I, 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 could, I, I I've, stopped it or whatever you want to call it. I'm not a, it. I've never been... I like Lord of the Rings. I... Didn't I'm not it. like Justin I'm where like, it's like I need to care about the elvish language and I mean I I just heard it wasn't very good. You love Two Towers though. Uh, Two Towers is a fucking fantastic. Is that your favorite? The of the original trilogy, the Hobbit movies sucked. Oh, I didn't they like didn't those go, at all. Go fuck those movies. Yeah, Peter Jackson should. The trilogy was the original trilogy Great. was fantastic. That's unbelievable. Two it still holds is, up. It holds up still. Yeah, Two Towers is far and away the best of the trilogy. In my opinion. It might be the best movie. I still like Fellowship best as a personal. I just like it. I don't yeah, know what it, it is. I, it's the you know what I, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I, can I think Two Towers is the best movie. I can completely understand. And Ooh, Railwin or what's her name? Rowan? Erwin? 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 I don't know. She looks so good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to play that movie, that song later because that song's incredible. Yeah, you'll I'm, recognize. I, you'll recognize. I'm sure I will. She won the Oscar for it. But anyways, yeah, not to get on a big <laughs> Thor of the Rings tangent now, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's this out of the, out of the seven movies. This is probably my eight movies. Seven. Oh, books, eight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably my sixth out of eight movies. Books. I think it's like third. Third worst? Third best. This third best? 
This movie's pretty. This book's pretty awesome. Third best book, but second worst movie. I'd go books. I'd go. Well, let's just keep it to what I know. So How do you? What do you know? Okay, yeah, the first four. So for four yeah. books, three, four, one, two. Three, four, one, two. Movies. Books. Three, one, four, two. See, having not read the books, just knowing the movies, I would go three, four, one, two. Trev, can we yeah. just get him? Can we catch him on the pod, Samal? Uh, we can try. Please. Trev. What's up, fucker? What's up? Hello? Trav, can you plug him in like a fucking pod? Hold on, tell him to hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold. Let me call you back. I'd love to talk to Trav. Can you hear me on? Can you hear me on this or no? Uh, he could probably hear you. I just don't think he can get him on the podcast. Well, how do we do like when we do me on the calls or is that or? Uh, What's his face? I gotta add another fucking thing. Oh. Can we stop it or no? We'll just call him after. He can just wrap this Yeah, up. that's true. So, anyways, like, what are your final thoughts, I guess? Do you have any questions or any big concerns or, like, complaints? Like, uh, after what I told you about the changes, are you kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird? I, uh, my big question is, what would you have added from the books that they didn't? And what would you have cut from the movie in order to put what I would have changed how they introduced Sparty Crouch Jr. Because in the book, it's really cool with the pensive stuff and the tongue thing. Which I understand what they did and why they did it. And it works, I guess. It's still weird, but it's like, oh, this guy has a tongue thing. You know what I'm talking about? It's like what, what, was the tongue thing a thing in the book? No. Not at all? It was just to help you signify in that the this movie. person was... There was no uh, physical indication nope. in the book? No. Nope. Okay. I understand why they you do that. Yeah, in the movie, I understand why they do that, but I don't I like get it. Why you don't I just like don't know it. how you do it better. I'm not. I'm not like an expert. I'm not a screenwriter. Though I did. You know what's funny? As library from the library at Grand Rapids, I rented two screenwriting books because I kind of want to like I've, fuck we've, around. We've talked about no, it dude. For sure. Do you know how easy it would be to fucking write a fucking horror movie? We could write a horror movie. I mean, movie. you could write a fucking. Friday the Thirteenth movie, writing an A twenty four. Look up Barbarian. Look up Barbarian. Like I, I, I love. It. Well, I love. I haven't read it. But look at like. But I love Barbarian. But like, it's not that insane of a fucking screenplay. Like, I mean, once the, you that see being it. Said, I, I mean, how crazy is Midsummer Hereditary? They're a little bit involved, but they're <laughs> kind just, of basic. Think about Midsummer though. Like that opening five minutes. With the fucking sister with the fucking hose. And yep. The, and the parents. That is the uh, darkest fucking, like, and her sobs. Her screaming. Florence yeah. Pugh, that's the best acting sobs I've ever heard somebody do. I mean, that entire fucking movie. 
She's screaming. She should be. She should, how did she not get nominated? How did Tony Collette not get nominated for, for Hereditary? Fucking go fuck yourself. Me. Yeah, that's absurd. Florence Pugh got nominated for Little Women the same yeah, year, go, which is go, fine. Fuck. I'm sure she's fine. In I'm it. sure she is. But I've go told my girl. Yourself. I've told Ashley before. I was like, Florence Pugh, you have no chance. <laughs> yeah. As a jo- you know, I'm joking. She's a fucking superstar, dude. Oh, and Anya Taylor her. Joy, she's fucking. I love her She's too. on the fucking come up. She's from The Witch. Who did I tell? I told. I have like three women. It's her and her and. God damn it, Pugh is definitely one though. It might have been. Oh, it was. <laughs> the White Lotus, Sydney Sweeney. Oh well, naturally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Right. As Andrew Schultz would say, she's got those heavies. <laughs> and she's, I mean. She's, like, she's of age. She's 25. She's of age. 25. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that convinced on her acting chops yet. I haven't seen White Lotus. She's I've seen her. good. I've seen her in Euphoria, and I've seen a couple of her movies on Amazon. She's but. in a. God damn it. What's the. Handmaid's Tale. That's the first time I didn't saw her. I she plays um God damn it, what's that guy's name? Ugh, I have to look it up. And I didn't see any of Handmaid's. Tale. She's like a forced marriage and she kills herself. <laughs> yeah, I know that's pretty dystopian. Like, oh, it's it's Trump's it is, America, here we come. It is before I mean that book came out in the 80s. I know, but that's what everybody's attributing it to. I don't think of that. I just think it's it's fucked. But Margaret Atwood, when she wrote it, every single aspect was based on something in the world. Which is concerning to be like, oh, Kenya, they do this. Senegal, they do that. You know, it's like every little thing is yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, um. Yeah. So it's like it's not like Margaret Atwood was like I'm worried about Donald Trump. It's written in 1985. Oh, I know, but I mean, you you see the symbology that people use. Oh, for sure, it. sure. Um, yeah, what was Max Mangella? Who Max Mangella? That name. He's in the Social funny. Network. He's Didn't one care. of the brothers, not the not Army Hammer oh, twins, he, but he's one of wait, the. Is he in Horns? Can you pull up his? Uh, yeah, I'll look. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I like that guy. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's like a. Pretty, you never saw pretty good looking dude. dude overall, I mean, he's. He was he, great. He in plays in this in the Handmaid's Tale. That was Tale. Daniel Radcliffe also too. Yep. In Handmaid's Tale, he plays. So it's Joseph Fiennes. From <laughs> Ralph Fiennes, we're coming full circle here. They're not related, though, are they? They're brothers. Are they? I'm pretty sure Rafe and Joseph Fiennes are brothers. They could be. I'm just I know that. I'm um, pretty sure. Don't we know Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And Yovana Strahovski from uh, Dexter and and uh, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. She plays his wife. I always get her and Diane Kruger mixed up. Oh, I love Diane Kruger. I do too. She's fucking. But she's basically like, she can't have kids. I mean, that's the whole but thing. But they're man. rich, so they use Elizabeth Olsen Surrogates, to have as a surrogate. But yeah. they're just they're getting raped essentially. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But Max Mangilla is like their security guy, and they get him a wife who is Sydney Sweeney, 
but she's pretty young at the time. Like I don't know how old she is. She's only like twenty at the time. But like then she was like twenty. Yeah. And you don't see her at all by any means. But you're like, oh, she looks okay. But she ends up killing herself, (laughs) drowning herself with a cinder block. I think it's (laughs) fucked up. And you're like, oh, okay. But then Euphoria, and then I always heard Simmons talk about creepily because I'm like, Simmons, you're like 52, dude. Come on. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I feel odd talking. She's 25, 26. Still. You should watch The White Lotus, though. That. I've heard, I mean, it's got Daddario on damning. the first season, too. If you want to deal with seeing Steve Zahn's balls for fucking 20 seconds, you have to see Steve Zahn's balls for like 20 I, seconds. It might not even be his balls. It might be someone else's. The, but the guy, I'll tell you this, Jennifer Coolidge, unbelievable acting. I'm pretty sure she won. She won. She like won the fucking circuit. And then this Australian too. guy who plays the hotel manager. He was on the... There was an HBO show. I never watched it because it's a gay show. It's LGBT called Looking. Do you know what I'm talking about? I you heard of it? don't know. It came out 2014-15 range. It was HBO? Yep. Oh, no. It's like an LGBT show. Sure. That's fine. It's about like gay men dating, basically. But it's fiction. It's, it's fiction. men's L word or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Okay. He is an Australian actor in real life. I forget the guy's name. He plays a character named Armand. He's a hotel manager. Uh, Armand. He is fucking incredible, dude. Like he is it is is it? I don't quite understand the concept. Is it a murder mystery? What? It's kind of Knives Outish. Is it? A little bit. It's Glass clue, Onions. Clue. Fucking. Yeah, I heard that's uh, getting I some heard buzz. it was fucking. I heard it's awesome. better. I heard it was one. fucking incredible. Same here. Uh, it's a little bit clue slash. Here's the thing. Not to spoil it, because I won't spoil anything. The first scene, you know something Somebody is, died. Somebody died. You assume it's somebody. It could be them. It could be not. And then you cut to the one week before, and you're like, oh. Yeah. And season two did the same thing. I just started season two with Ashley. And season there's two's got... There's it's only... It's Italy. Season two is... Right, but Jennifer Coolidge is the only returning she's, character. Yeah, right? she's like just a rich woman who loves to travel. <laughs> But season two has got like Michael Imperioli Aubrey from Sopranos, Harvey Plaza, um, a couple other people I recognize. But yeah, I uh, I've heard great season things about it. I just well, Bill o- Simmons always raved about it, and like I know you don't like him. Whatever, it's fine. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like Bill but Simmons. You don't like Joe Rogan. That's fine. I don't dislike <laughs> Joe. I really don't like just. I don't dislike Joe Rogan. I really don't. I I think he's a he's the best interviewer. Along with, I mean, there's some other ones that are up there, but he's. Well, one I of the mean, best. that's the thing. I, I just make it's it a just point a, about the Bill Simmons. Thing. Yeah, like I just. He's hate a Boston that, guy. Yeah, I hate the fact that. That's what you hate. He bitches and moans about Boston. But stuff. he's actually more realistic than you think. Like he even explained, like the Patriots right now. He's like, yeah, our defense is good. Our fucking Mac Jones sucks. Well, I mean, right. But he's not he, like he's not like Mac Jones. It's just like, oh, we're getting treated unfairly. I get it, but I, I mean, it's he, not like he. It's he, like may be, he may be better now, but I, he. Fucking but you're talking about the Celtics being the best team. The Celtics are the best team. They're sure. 15 and four right now. They're but no, I, I, again, like he fucking, s- I was I done with him 15 years ago when he was yeah. bitching about it. That I, I and his what, HBO show like fucking sucks. I've never seen it. But that anyway, don't care about that. But 
just didn't interest me. Yeah, it was terrible. He did have but Bill yeah. Burr on at one time, but yeah, he has a lot of people on randomly. Like he just had. Uh, well, I think it's you should check out if you're listening to podcasts or whatever. The big picture on the Ringer with Sean Fennessy. Sean Fennessy is um. The name sounds familiar. He's just a movie critic, I guess. He's on the ringer with he's Simmons guy. Yeah, yeah. But his dad was like a cop and shit, whatever. Like, a, and then the other guy, Chris Ryan, his dad was a music movie critic in the eighties and nineties in Boston. Chris Ryan's was Chris Ryan. You know who Chris Ryan is? I, yeah, I think so. He works for the ringer. He's fucking hilarious. I uh, yeah, I think. But fantasy's more of a snob, and I like to think I'm not. I hate to say, it, but sometimes I'm a little snobby with movies. I th- I I I know I am. I oh I yeah, you and I out of the three of I, us, I, you I and I are very snobby yeah. with movies. Absolutely, I admit it. I almost think I'm more snobby I'm okay. than you are in some ways, where I'm like I'm more like, oh yes, Empire of the Sun, like Spielberg. That's oh, like a sixth uh, best uh, movie, you know, like kind of like they, yeah, s- but they yeah. do cool things on the big. It's called the big picture. They do Oscar stuff. They do. Movie breakdowns. They do Hall of Fame. So this is Steven Spielberg, the rank the top thirty-five. It was incredible to listen to, man. Like, I was, yeah. Like I, I Minority Report was like number twelve, and it's like holy you shit. There's eleven movies. Yourself. But when you actually go through the list, you're like, oh, uh, maybe, maybe AI, Jurassic See, a- Park. Oh, fuck AI. You like AI? I like AI, but it's not better than Minority Report. They're just saying, like, but ET. Close Encounters, a- a- ET's Saving Private Ryan, Jaws. Like, it, it adds up quick. Right, but... You, Schindler's List, as you, far as movies. Now, I'm not right. saying I'd rather watch... I'd rather watch AI. That, that's the, like, I, I'd rather watch Minority Report than Schindler's List. That's a different question. But Schindler's List is a better movie than that. Report. That's the question. That's the, what that's is a what better movie? It's a better movie. Thank and you. what is a more rewatchable movie? It's about better. Then, yeah. That's but they different. were saying this new I movie. I still think AI is dog shit. And this might lead. This might be a good segue into our final 10, 15 minutes here. Yeah. They were talking about the Fablemans. I. They heard. They said it was getting, incredible. It's, it's not making any fucking. It's money. It's not making any money, but which hurts it. It's kind of his fucking life story. It's supposed to be incredible. I've heard the exact same thing. Which they were talking. That's why I mentioned you earlier. The Oscars. Might be way more interesting than we think. I think so. I mean, because their top, he said, there's six movies right now that are. He's like, I think there's six movies that are guaranteed best picture spots. Okay. The Fablemans, which is ranked probably by third or fourth. Yeah. Tar. Tar is definitely getting nominated. There's no question. Maverick. Best picture? He thinks Maverick's guaranteed. I, I, I think you almost have to. It's the, guaranteed, the, he thinks. The fucking world would mute me otherwise. This has no um, chance of winning, but... No outside, way. but probably not great. It, it'll win all the fucking... He said he hates to say shit. this, but because of Bob Lerman, Elvis. I didn't watch it. I... Austin Butler is supposed to get great. You know how I feel about biopics. But Austin Butler is supposed to get great. Trev watched it and he loved it. Great, great. The Academy's loved it so far, the people in the Academy. Uh, They love their Um, biopics. What was the other two? They're outside shot for everything, everywhere, all at once. That was it. That was one of them. That was one of them. They said that was number two right now on their list. I've heard 
nothing but good things about that fucking movie. And he said, that I um, really want to watch. What it. was a sixth one? That was the five. God I mean, it. whale is an outside shot. The whale was outside. Knives out on glass. Onion was outside. Avatar was outside. The I, whale was Avatar, outside. No, yeah, fucking Avatar. Um, I would, I would love to see Brendan Fraser win. Like it. that dude is such a fucking good dude. Good dude, and he got fucking ostracized because, as a man, he said, "I got fucking sexually assaulted." And like, go fuck yourself is essentially what see, happened. See, I didn't even think of that. Even I just, I just always thought it was because people viewed him as like a it's crash and like you just kind of like wore out your welcome. I mean, he got fucking blackballed, essentially. You know what hurt him in a weird way? Back in the day with school ties, he played a Jewish guy who was like, do you remember school uh, school ties, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he played the quarterback yeah. who was like, I don't know, there's something weird about I don't like, I remember hearing things about his character because Matt Damon was the bad guy in that, I think, of course. <laughs> I love Matt Damon, but. I do too. Um, I love Brendan Fraser. I, I. Did you I see? I would love if, in a perfect world, he would win for Best Actor and Michelle Yao would win for Everything, Everywhere, Everywhere All at Once. Because she's That'd a be, fantastic she's, actress. Yeah, she's. Crouchy Tiger Head and Dragon. I fucking cried watching that movie. She's so good in that movie. That she, movie's incredible. That is. We need to redo those first five years. What we were talking about. I mean. We need to redo the whole thing. And maybe we have to keep the five we had. Well, we were talking about. We're going to finish out. Keep the five we had. We're going to keep going back until we hit 80. Redo those And then five. go back. Oh, five. We'll, we'll go from 2000. What year did we miss? What year did we expand? Was it 06 or 07? I think 06 we went to whatever we did, eight, and then sleeper. And I then have to look because I honestly think, like, I didn't have I didn't have little children. Uh, I Oh, children of men. Children of men. Children of men. You didn't. That was. I, I think didn't that was my it. number fucking one. That was yours. Yeah. I didn't have it, and I like that movie. Oh, the movie's because we were incredible. so packed in. I know. That's that's what we were talking about. I think 06 is the year we have to go through. I I agree with that. That was 06, I think. So what we could do is go. We'll finish up the 80s. Yep. And then by that time, we'll be asked. I don't want to do. 2022 until all the Oscar movies get released to March be watched. March 12th is the Oscars. Do you know it's March 12th? That's early. That's late, though. It used to be fucking mid-February back no. in the day. Back uh, in the day. Uh, back in the day, yeah, but lately it's, it's been, been like early it's April. It's so late, though, dude. They, who's hosting? Do they Kimmel. Have oh, fuck. Rock's, Rock's going to be a guest, though. Oh, Rock should host. Fucking some motherfuckers. Fucking, oh my God, he's. I would. Do you know love that? To see Rock do you know there's a movie host. called uh, Emancipation? He might get nominated. Will Smith. It's he, not. He can't go. I don't think it's gonna happen. They're not. They. I don't think they're gonna nominate. They him. can nominate him. He can't. I go. don't think they're gonna nominate. He's him not gonna fucking gonna win. He, I mean. Can I ask you a weird question? Who's your? Who's your? Favorite actor that's never been nominated. Favorite actress, I mean, or that you no, best no, 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 actor no, no, no. or my favorite actor. Who do you think should be nominated or should win that's never won? That's who should win that's never won? You know who mine is. 
got one, yeah. Cumberbatch. I think Cumberbatch. He's been nominated a few times, but he's, but he's never, never won. won. Because you think he's the best actor? I think he's incredible. Actor. He oh, he's fucking fantastic. But you know what my second is? It's super popular, but it's been forty years. Cruise. Cruise. I can't believe Cruise doesn't have an Oscar. Uh, what I mean, what Magnolia. Have you ever seen Magnolia? I've seen Magnolia. He that's that's the most real person he's ever played. I don't know. I just you know what I I'm mean, saying. There, there's two different ways to answer that it's question. It's tough. It's tough because my favorite actor who's never won. I mean, nobody Hawk? Hawks up there too. Nobody hates Keanu Reeves. He's not oh, a good yeah, actor. Yeah. But everybody fucking loves him. But he's not a bad good. actor either. He's I, not. He's, he's not. not a bad actor. I mean, he's... He's got some bad roles. But, I mean, you give him John Wick. The replacements. Like, you know what my... Fr- this is the funniest thing to me. Replacements is fantastic. Dude, my... I know. My friend Robbie still, to this day, his fantasy team is called Falco's Boys. <laughs> That's awesome. And then they're, I love that they're in a standard league. And about three weeks ago, I was at my friend, his brother, Joe's house in DeWitt. And Robbie was getting pounded so bad. <laughs> he was scoring like 50 points. They changed the name in the middle of the game to Falco's Girls. <laughs> oh, God. So good. I lo- Dude, don't get me wrong. I love Keanu Reeves. There's Does he deserve an Oscar? Probably no. not. Nope. But uh, he's the most likable fucking. He's so lovable. It's like Harrison on. Ford. Harrison Ford's never won one. Yeah, but he's kind of an asshole. Oh, fucking. But he's a good. But he's a he's good, a good actor. actor. He's a good actor for sure. You know his only nomination is Witness. Witness is his only. Which I love that movie. I do too. I was trying to explain to my parents. We we're at Thanksgiving. We we're talking about that for some reason. It came up not the movie, but I brought it up because of that. Um, do you remember in the movie when they drop the silage down and it buries the guy, yep. Danny Glover? Uh, yeah. And I yeah. said, I said, it's not even that. I said the fumes would kill somebody. Absolutely. Because I, I said if you go out to our, we have a silo at my house. I said if somebody went in there, they'd be dead within twenty minutes. And my dad's like, really? I was like, yeah, don't ever go in there. You would be dead within twenty minutes, if that. The silage, the fumes, it's like fucking... Oh, yeah. It's fermented you. so heavily, you would you would fucking pass out. There's no oxygen in there. Yeah. Like, it's... He's like, oh, I'm like, how do you not know this? What the fuck are you talking about? But anyways, yeah, my brother, yeah, Witness. Who's the chick in that again? Uh, that was... Kelly uh, McGillis? Kelly McGillis. She had to fucking run. I think Witness was on one of our years. She I, was She was a lawyer in the... Jodie Foster rape movie, The Accused. She I might in, have mentioned. She was in the fucking Top Gun. I like might have she had a fucking I run. might have mentioned this in the last year, but 83 is risky business. <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay. We Holy watched that. Fuck. Yep. That's making, my fucking, that's making my list. Oh, yeah. That's the list. I'm not going to lie. Sure. Um, did you know her story? When she started that movie, she was dating. Do you know who she was dating? I know she started dating Tom Cruise during that movie, but she was dating somebody else at the time. Harry Dean Stanton, who was 55 years old. Harry Dean Stanton from like 
Oh yeah, that's. Uh, it's not Blue Velvet. That's uh, Dean Stockwell. What's the movie I had last? Uh, Paris, Texas. I almost put that on my list last year. That's He's fifty-five. She's twenty-three, and she said his pickup line was, "I might have to use this." Do you believe in magic? <laughs> That's God, fabulous. Dude. Like, dude, you must have a big dick or you're just yeah, fucking so that fucking rude, great, Fucking man. deep pockets. Something. God damn. But yeah, she, she was started oh, in back in Oh, she's so good looking. God damn. I did watch. You know the movies I've watched? I've watched uh, Vacation. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Risky. Well so well. Bu- it's still going to make probably make parallels. Yeah, I mean, I it's Risky Business. Definite. Um, big chill. Big chill is a definite. Um, what was I? Uh, dead zone, possible. This, this is verge. It's okay. On the verge. And then what was my last one? God damn it. Oh, Empire is gonna make it. Oh yeah. Don't um, and no return. Yeah. And then um, yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry. Um, Empire is eighty. It's a long time from now. I mean, Christmas Story will probably make yeah. it. I, uh, I haven't seen what, it. Though? I haven't. I haven't you rewatched what, that though? yet. But what's I, weird about that movie? They were there the remake or the new one. The uh, new Christmas Christmas Story, whatever I, it's called. I, I respect the movie. My mom loves a Christmas Story. I don't. I don't remember it. I've watched it. I've never been. I don't dislike it, but I'm not a big fan. I never was either. It's I, not like, I like to me, it. like It's a Wonderful Life is like, oh, that's my movie. Like, I love It's a Wonderful Life. See, as cheesy as that is. Fucking Christmas Vacation is my fucking oh, Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Movie. That's that made our list, all our lists, I think. Yeah, that's, I that's, that's you, my I Christmas I joked about you being up in the basement <laughs> yeah. or in the attic, being yeah. like watching a home film. That is my fucking Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, every year. But there's the thing is about, the thing about Vacation in 83 Cousin Eddie has some fucking banger lines. Like the, my friend Joe still uses this on me. Clark, I bet you could use a cold one and gives me like the beer he's been drinking. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what's the other one? I'll have to look it up quick. But I might have texted to him when we were when I was watching it because I was fucking crying, laughing almost. Uh, sorry, I'm a, this is bad. This is bad podcasting. Oh, it's fucking. John Candy makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. Fucking Beverly D'Angelo's tits, I think, make an appearance. Yep. Oh, come on. I know I'm close here. No, I'm not that far back. November 2nd is too far. Oh, this just keeps talking here. My bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the youngest daughter who has problems... My cousin Eddie goes, she was born without a tongue, Clark. She whistles like a bird and eats like a horse. Because <laughs> he asks her, like, how are you doing? And he just goes, she's born without a tongue, Clark. She just whistles like a bird and eats like a horse. And then my friend goes, that took me a minute, but so funny. <laughs> yeah. What well, I mean, Christmas Vacation has one of my favorite lines. When they're about to go sledding, and he's like, Eddie, you want to go? It's like, oh, I probably shouldn't. Ever since they put that steel plate in my head, anytime fucking my wife oh. turns on the microwave, I piss my pants and forget my name for a half mile. Dude, hour. why is he so funny? 
Because he's in batshit crazy, I guess. But yeah, he dude, he was batshit crazy years ago, like oh. during the Bush administration. I mean, man. he like, yeah, I was in high like, school and he went crazy. He's like hiding in Canada. Canada. Fucking. It was some like Bush related shit. We're yeah. Like, Whoa, post nine eleven, like I had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lost. Fun. Which is Dennis Quaid's brother? I know. Like, what the fuck? Isn't he married to Meg Ryan? Dennis Quaid Are was kids. They did, but Meg Ryan cheated on him with Russell Crowe. But apparently he was cheating on her. It's Don't they have a kid, though? I think they have a couple. Rain, or the dude from The Boys. I've never seen The Boys. Justin always recommended it, but I never I know. watched the first season. It was fucking fantastic. Uh, but yeah, their son is in that movie, or that show, and... Nepotism. It's like Hollywood. Sometimes dude. it works. Fucking Hollywood, dude. I mean, yeah. It's like the it's post office, to be honest. Post office, like most people I know are like, "Do you know anybody? Did your dad work there?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> then you how the in? fuck did you get in here? Because fucking not an idiot. But I mean, but then I talk Hollywood, to most people and they're like they're idiots. You get people like Elizabeth Olsen who. But she's fucking more talented than her sister. Exactly. But the only reason she got in there was because of her sister. Exactly. So it's six to one it's half dozen of the yeah, other. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But then you look back, you look at Keanu, even, or Ethan Hawke. They were really young in movies like Dead Poets for Hawke, or uh, what's the one with. Uh, God damn, I forget the title. We didn't make it on our list, but. 89-ish with Craig T. Nelson and the family movie with, uh, oh, Parenthood with Keanu Reeves. Oh, well, even before that, it was, uh, what was the River one? Oh, River's Edge? Yeah. I mean, my that list. movie is fucking fantastic. Did that make your list? It made my list, too. Yeah, you and I made it. Dude, I'm not going to lie, 84, I don't remember shit that we talked about. I was thinking about it later. I was like, dude, I don't remember talking about. <laughs> I don't remember talking about Spinal Tap. I don't remember talking about Terminator. I don't remember That's typically anything. how <laughs> those year interviews go because they go for three hours. But that one, I don't know. It's just like, it, I don't remember shit. It was like I was fucked the whole time. I was like, dude, did we even talk about the movies we even mentioned? It was just kind of. I mean, like Repo was... Man. I don't remember talking about that. We did. Eighty four, I think, was one of the shorter ones we've done. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I just think it was kind of. It was. I mean, it happened. Fucked up fest, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But have you looked at eighty two at all? No, I'm starting doing eighty three. Top heavy. What's in eighty two? Like diner. I love diner. Eighty two is like diner's one of my favorite. Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner. E. T. Uh, like, uh, I mean, the. Have you seen Diner? Barry I Levinson? Did. Make your work? I couldn't. I definitely didn't have to watch funny. it. Kevin but Bacon's like, in it. Six, six of the top ten are for sure's. And then it just like, kind of fucking bleeds out after that. 83, though. It's like, dude, I'm looking. I'm like. 83? I've got Scarface to watch. Like. 83's been interesting. Videodrome. Yeah, I, I did watch Videodrome. Was it good? Oh my god, yeah. Listmaker? 
Well, for sure. For me. All right. I mean, I, I love Cronenberg, though, so, so I, I probably it's, agree. It's body. I mean, Cronenberg's all about the body horror. And so if you can dig that, it's not streaming Maybe anywhere. Fly. We got it on DVD. I'll run it. Like Netflix DVD. It's like three ninety will run it. It there it's funny because there's a metal band called Fear Factory that use I didn't even realize <laughs> it until I watched Factor. the movie. But they use one of the quote or one of the lines from that movie in their song prominently. That's funny. And like, oh, I like this song. But then watching the movie again, holy shit. I didn't realize this was all about this fucking movie. That's crazy, yeah. It's, 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 it's a wild fucking You know, I'm actually going to... Not that I'm going to do anything with it. It's more for fun. I think in the next like couple months, maybe the tax season, I'm going to buy, like... I want to buy a bass guitar... A keyboard, and I want to get some tattoos done. I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend a couple grand just on myself because I haven't fucking done that in forever. Do you have any experience playing bass guitar? Not bass, keyboard and stuff. I I used to play piano as a kid. Oh really? I played sax when I was a kid, so I know how to read certain clefs. I read. I can so read. So you G clef. can read music. I can read music. Okay. Bass clef is gonna be different. That's why bass is gonna be hard because it's a different scale. It's like shifted down. Yeah, but I mean, it's. But once it's I know four it, I don't know. Uh, four, whatever the fuck. Six string, four string, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just want to do something different. I get it. Because tomorrow, like to tomorrow, I'm 92 days without chew. I have to write a Hall of Fame speech. Sounds stupid. I'm on the, the site I'm on. It's it's a what it, quitting dip site is. Oh, it's, it's like it's like an AA fucking kind of thing where it's like accountability. You is get your fucking chip. It's A Q B, which means accountability. No, A B Q. Accountability times brotherhood equals quit. So it's not just like posting my number each day and leaving. I have to I have to go on there and I can talk about quit, but I can talk about sport. There's different feeds feeds like we have. Fantasy. I'm in a fantasy hockey. Is this league. like a Reddit thing? Like, how, how did you come across this shit? I found it on Google. Like, how to quit you? There was one called Quitting. Uh, called what was I called? God damn it. Oh, um, called Kill the Can. Kill the Can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But a bunch of people came from there because the people at KillTheCan.org weren't weren't like tough enough on people so they formed their own thing where it's like fuck this you guys all fucking suck at quitting yeah it's all about basically like holding you accountable and shit but also like like thinking about a mindset of like i think i have to and i don't i'm not lying i post like once in a while about stuff like it's like man i think it back to like how i was a year ago or six months ago where it's like i used to fucking skip out early on dates because I wanted to fucking have a chew so bad. Like, that's fucking pathetic. Like, what a loser yeah, that person was. Well, yeah. But I know it sounds fake. Like, it sounds fierce and fake or whatever you want to say, but, like, the same with chewing. Like, I s- or smoking. I see people smoking all the time. Like, I'll walk by someone on the dock at work and I'm like, God damn, that's fucking gross. Like, <laughs> yeah. it actually grosses me out now. But I'm not... 
safe. I'm not in the clear. Like it's not like I know that you never. I mean, you're, I know it's, I'm it's, gonna. It's almost like being an addict. Dude. Yeah, every day I'm gonna have to post my day. Like Chris, Chris from Mish, ninety-two to be to be tomorrow. It's my promise that day not to chew. So like I know I'm not likely if I ever get you're the being craving, held accountable. If I ever I have enough people's phone numbers. If I get the craving bad enough <laughs> and I go to the gas station, I could call my buddies, my buddy, but, I mean, my buddy Sean from Wisconsin, and be like, dude, I'm fucking struggling. But you're 92 days days out. I, is the craving gone? I don't think about it much. But the the tinge is still there. A little c- bit. A very, very occasionally. Like it's like most days, if I'm just hydrated and stuff, I'm pretty good. Because I mean, I. Uh, you and it's clearly... not even like my buddy Joey at work chews in front of me. I don't care. Okay, you clearly saw I was smoking. Because we were done, and I. Well, you guys do the things, I, right? The yeah, but I did cigarettes. Because I went home for Thanksgiving, and you guys should, too if much. If you guys stopped everything, you'd be... F- you, Dude, once you get... Here's the thing. Let I know. T- it, from my it, experience, let me just tell you real quick. Once I got through four days, nicotine leaves your body after four days. Yeah. If you can just get through the four days and just be mentally a little bit strong, you get through 10, 15 days, you're fine. I, like, yeah, I'm f- I, I completely believe I'm that. totally like... Like, I don't ever go into a gas station to get gas and think, oh, my God, I'm going to buy chew it. Like, it never happens. I believe that. Do I crave it occasionally? Maybe a little. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, a little, maybe. I don't miss it, but it's like, I you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I, Absolutely. But I went home, and there was too much during Thanksgiving. Oh, and yeah, like yeah, I, my uh, brother, my sister, like I'm going to fucking kill somebody, or I'm going to smoke a cigarette. So I did that, and then Trav left. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm going to ride this out, and Trav gets home, I'm done, and start from scratch again. Because I know I can. It happens. It's just shit. Just is too much. So wrapping up. Yeah. So I, 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 I think lo- you're gonna enjoy the other ones a little more. I don't. I don't hate any of them. No, I, like I, them. I mean, I don't think I do either. It's just there's a little thing. Like, did I explain when I explain like some of the stuff? It's kind of like, oh shit, like there is a lot of difference actually. And I, I, I like having these conversations with you because you've read the books. Oh yeah, you have like a good understanding. I'm not saying I'm it. an expert, but I know no, pretty well, damn well. Yeah, exactly. So, me having no back knowledge, I can say what what the fuck's going on? I mean, here? Christ! I told you five minutes, ten minutes ago, I was gonna have a t- I was gonna have tattoos of each <laughs> book, have a chapter of each book's picture on my back. So you're pretty well versed. I would never do that now. That'd be ridiculous. But I like tramp stamps and ass for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, naturally. That'd be funny. <laughs> you got, got seven tattoos on my ass for Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the best order of the phoenix on one cheek. And There's some pretty good fucking, <laughs> fucking chapter pictures in those books, to be honest. But, but yeah, I I think you have a better understanding. I mean, I yeah, I hopefully we don't have to wait till next time he's on vacation. Yeah, we should 
try and get these more regular. Even if we so have we to do four them left. remote. Well, not four left. We have seven left. Maybe no. And maybe the documentary, like I mentioned earlier, like maybe we could do something with that or just discuss it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could finish out this series, do the HBO documentary, and then go into the. Because you haven't watched any of those, have you? No. Especially with the death of like Robbie Coltrane and like people like yeah, we didn't Smith getting older. Yeah. Rickman's obviously and gone. Coltrane was one of the stout supporters of Rowling of yep. the cast. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the few that stood by her. Yes. I mean So that's I don't really I'm not anti her. She wrote one of the best stories of all time. Like and a lot of it's very anti fascism and terrible things so like even if she says something a little bit controversial i'm not gonna like i don't think anything that she has said has been controversial but you know what i'm saying though like people if people view it that way they come off they come after her like a fucking i have to look because i don't did she have some like trans things maybe i'm not she she stood up for women which is fine is well that's what got her in trouble with the trans community because trans women are women. So weird. I it, I don't I can't keep. I can't keep track of what people are anymore, bro. <laughs> like, but no, I think she made absurd. some. I think people. This is back in the day, dude. This is like in college. When she said Dumbledore was gay, people are like threw people a lost fit. their fucking mind. Yeah. It's like who gives a fuck? And kind of makes sense when you think about it. But I mean, t- there's points to be made on the other side of that but yeah even if he was who cares if he is or isn't yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't change the story one way or the other unless he's literally like doing something to students then it's a problem unless he's sucking harry's dick unless he's fucking jailing kidna oh my god what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) did you see that yeah what the holy shit Former, Did you imagine me and John Kennedy be like, God damn it, my son. We'll take him home. Just just let him go. What do you home. say though? Like what if like what if there's a mistake or something? You know, that would suck. Oh I mean I either way, the kids kids uh, yeah, I mean allegedly. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. How do you fall for underage? Oof. His his life's ruined either way. Whether he could be completely innocent. You know, I joked He's earlier when we were watching Goblet of Fire and I'm like Clemens Posey. She's a little young in the scene. Let's just double check. Let's just uh, beat off to it. I'm good. <laughs> but she's still a smoke show. Yeah. In Bruges, fucking right. In Bruges, tenant. Yeah. Nope. But yeah, All we right. got. Yeah, we got. Order do, the Phoenix can... next. Oh, actually, do you want to do just five minutes? You give me five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Time. This upcoming Oscars. There's some really interesting movies. In the one, the big picture podcast I listened to on The Ringer, they were talking about like five or six movies that seemed guaranteed for spots. Okay. And it was like up everywhere. To, up to 10. Is what yeah, they up to get. 10. It was everywhere, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Um, the Fablemans. Yeah. Uh, what's the Cape Blanchett one? Uh, Tar. Tar. He didn't like it, but she did. But he thinks it's going to be nominated because Baz Luhrmann or Baz Luhrmann. Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Even though Austin Butler's supposed to be really good in it. I've heard I've heard nothing but um, good things about it, but I don't like biopics. What was the other two? God damn it. They kinda had a a running list of like, okay, this oh, Maverick, 
was fine. Maverick is whale is an outside. The whale was outside. Uh, women talking. Do you know who women talking directed by? Sarah Polly from Go. Sarah Polly, Jesus from Go. Christ, yeah, she's. That movie's she's supposed to be awesome. I've heard. And then the Women King, the Woman King, is the yeah other that one. that that will probably be nominated. That'll probably be nominated. I don't that's know how good it is. I have no idea. There's some controversy. The Wakanda Forever is in convent contention, that could be a but I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna make it. It might get a fuck if they're going to go a full. Avatar twos and convent contention. Glass onion. Glass onion. There's that a, could be there's a can, there's a possibility for four sequels. They basically agree that two at best. Like there's no way all four are gonna be. There's just no way. I mean, they'll give you a nomination. There's enough decent movies this no year sh- actually. Between like the whale and um. Shit, what were the other ones? There were some good ones. Honestly, like I, I don't know about you, but I fucking love the Northman. That I like movie the Northman, but that's not getting mentioned. It's anywhere. not going to get fucking anything. But no, I like the. Northman. I think it should be more recognized than it has been. I liked. What are the other ones? There's the Witch. And the Witch and Lighthouse. Yeah, I liked Ash. Yeah, I liked I, he's fucking fantastic. But you know what? Like, our sensibilities fall short. Like, 21, I thought The Green Knight was incredible. I did, too. And Green Knight again, not for shit. Nope. But I, I But it was incredible. It. Like, I that's an incredible it, movie. It's not even just, like, we're, you know, we have some weird taste or something. It's just like. No, it's, it's a fucking It's like, think about 1968. Think about this for a second. 1968. 69 Oscars. No. Rosemary's Baby and 2001 A Space Odyssey. Not up for Best Picture. Get the <laughs> fuck <laughs> out of here. Yeah, like, yeah, you're absolutely are you right. fucking kidding me? You're 100 Which is exactly why I would love to redo this shit from like 1969 on. Like, I, we're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I. Those are two, even though, no matter what you thought about 2001 A Space Odyssey, it doesn't win Best Picture. But it's still like a specimen of like holy shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like a. They teach fucking college courses on that film alone. Like, yes. what are we talking? You don't want that, but that you're Oliver, whatever the fuck Oliver is. I have oh, no idea. Jesus, no, it's like a song and dance movie, isn't it? I think so. Fuck you. That's why I hate the Academy. Ugh, it's so tough sometimes. It would be interesting to do a side podcast where it's not just. Each we well, you and I would look be better at, off for that because yeah. that's what I originally wanted to do. Right, but, but I knew I, he would not want to watch. He, he like, would, yeah, he would. He wouldn't want to watch Sally Field in the whatever movie <laughs> about like some '80s tornado in '84. Like. But what we could do instead is like do Oscar snubs instead of just re snubs would be fun. Like just pick a year. What got shut out? Shut or should have tough, not yeah. not shut out, but what should have been nominated? Not go through each and every category and yeah. say this should. Well, all I wanted this. was like picture, actor, act the yeah, acting the top categories, five. and maybe director. Yeah. But director's so tough because it's still kind of like. I mean, it's, I don't know a director really. I mean, I know what they do, but I don't like. It depends on the director. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I mean. 
You do you acting? You're directing a Tom Cruise movie. Tom Cruise is directing that fucking movie. <laughs> like, Probably. Or you look at a Kevin Smith movie where Kevin Smith has written, directed, editing, doing fucking everything. Is there anyone? I mean, it's it's two different fucking things. It's hard to determine. Do you think he should have been nominated for anything? I think Chasing Amy uh, original screenplay. screenplay. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, right. that would have been. He was close, I think. He won an Independent Spirit Award. But wasn't he close yeah. when they kind of came out with like voting stuff? I don't know if they have choice voting or what they have, but he kind of won. I for feel like Chasing he was Amy, close. he won all the Independent Awards. Yeah. He may have been nominated for the Golden Globes, maybe. Maybe. But Golden Globes are bullshit. Spielberg is getting pretty high praise for this. Fablemans. I've heard very good things about it. Is Michelle Williams in that? Is she like the yep, big Paul star? Dano. Paul Dano, that's right. He's the dad. I'm really They're interested to see more that. story about the kid and the mom than him. Yeah, because I mean, so that's kind of Spielberg's fucking... Yeah. As a I, and on top of that, obviously Spielberg From everything I understand, that's, that's a shoe His story nomination for Best Picture. Probably yeah. best. Uh, it'll get six or seven nominations, maybe win a couple. But yeah, it from what I understand, there's not a. It's not like there's a parasite this year where that's winning fucking everything. But nobody knew that then, though. Uh, once it was perceived, it started building but like up. I don't know. It's like Coda last year. It's not good to be the front runner. Like Power of the Dog Typically was a front runner. Not. Yeah, that's that's and it that's was like point. and I remember telling you about it a week before. I was like, Coda's fucking really good. I still I want to see that movie. So you bad. haven't seen I it? Haven't, I haven't seen it's it. It's just yet. like it's a feel good, which the which the Academy loves. Yeah, but then like Sound of Metal, which I know I still Sound have not of seen. Metal. Sound of Metal's fucking fantastic. I know it's I just know I just I'll take your word for it. It's, I just know it's incredible. Nothing. Yeah. That's, that's it's such a, a shitty point. like I don't know, like it's, it almost feels like a rigged system at times. That's like, why I wanna redo it. It's like ninety I wanna re I wanna make sure I don't make so I don't don't do makeup. Oscars. That's why we should start in like like shit. Al Pacino for Son of Woman. Yeah. Al Pacino should have won for shit. fucking Serpico. Yeah. Or Godfather Two. <laughs> yeah. Anything or Dog Day Afternoon. That. Yeah, that was... Or Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Just the same thing with Scorsese with fucking... Like, that was a fucking... Raging Bull. Here's your career fucking award. Yeah, he shouldn't have won for Departed. No. Departed's not no. that good. It's fine. It, it's a good flick, but I mean, it's, it's not a... the all-time. For one, it's a remake. And two, it is far away not his best film. No. Raging Bull, uh... Fucking anything. Uh, mean Streets, fucking Goodfellas. Goodfellas, like that probably should have won. Goodfellas, been the one that should have won for him. <laughs> no, Dances with Wolves had to win. <laughs> yeah, God damn. But it. that's why I want to redo all this. Who's dick did Kevin Costner have to suck? Lots. <laughs> but yeah, know, like, like you can go back to nineteen eighty, like ordinary people won. Could Empire Strikes Back could have won? I think could have in I a think, weird way. Well, but, uh, forty years think. later, it's like Empire Strikes Back is probably the most. Back in the day, movie. they didn't give a shit about 
fucking. It was all. Erwin Kirshner signed him up, baby. Kirshner just did something from this year, didn't he? Did he really? I think so. Dear God. Or no, Kasdan. Kasdan did something. He did Return of the Jedi. He did. He, was, he wrote Return of the Jedi and he directed and wrote but The Big Chill. Yeah, it was The Big Chill. That's right. He had a big five year span. Man. Yeah, he did. Because he did something Fucking else, man. too. I thought, I, would, I thought you were talking about Curran for a second. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, dead, isn't he? his son wrote or wrote or part directed Rogue One or one of the new Star Wars oh, really? movies. Yeah, fucking. Kathleen Kennedy needs to fucking go. <laughs> What's she doing now? Well, she's still in charge of Star Wars. Did you see the new Indiana Jones trailer? No. Go fuck yourself. I heard Andor was oh, great. I heard Andor was fucking fan from Justin, who. I mean, he's fucking, a fucking fanboy. Yeah, cuck. He, he, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna text him out right now. You fanboy cook. <laughs> Star Wars fanboy cook. Nah, it's twelve thirty. Never mind. Yeah, probably not. It's twelve thirty. Shit. Hey, Justin, tell your daughter you're a fucking <laughs> fanboy cook. No, but Andor is supposed to be pretty. good. I heard it was fucking really good, but. The Indiana Jones trailer looked like dog shit. It's too bad. Who else is in it? It looks like they're it's setting not it up for LaBeouf, is it? No, no. Uh, Phoebe, the Fleabag chick. Oh, Waller. Fault Waller Bridges or whatever her name is. What? Indiana is her godfather. No, so they're set trying to set it up for her to take over the franchise. Alright. Fuck that shit. Well anyways. Alright. Uh yeah. Order the Phoenix coming up in a few months, hopefully. Yeah, we should get to that. Soon. We should maybe. we should definitely like get once to a these month. more. Yeah. Even if we have to do them fucking remotely, we should do them. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But I again, better in person. Yeah, it's always better in person, but eighty three with Trav. Uh, she caught Trav in a minute. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Pretty good discussion, I think. I th- I I like having these like I said. You it's have the time. backstory, I get to ask questions and you can fill in the answers. I like yeah. that. So until next time. Alright, Order of the Phoenix, nice. Should be a 05 good one. Oh five book, oh seven movie. Hell yeah. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.